Hold up. Can we just smoke up I'm so Yeah, what up, what up? We are here for the wake and the waiver wire wake and bake edition. Oh yeah, Bogey will be here shortly. We got a bunch of waiver wire uh peeps to talk about. We got some questions to answer. Let me shout out everyone who I see up in the chat. Twitch is extra lit so far. Shout out to the peeps on Twitch. We got BT49 over there, Nigel Reyes, XJL. What up? And said, oh, yeah, I'll take a morning rib. Let's get it. To the moon, baby. And uh, Antonio up in the house. What up, bro? Let's see. Who else we got? White Moon in the house. And he said, anyone else 0-3 in their leagues? Um, I think Antonio said 0-3 in two leagues. I'm 0-3 in like one or two leagues. So it, uh, it is what it is. We're about to uh, We're about to get this going. Ha! Double O-M said 4,000 rip. Is word of the day. Rip. <laughs> I like it. And uh, there we go. Miguel said, uh, what up? Should I trade Amon Ra for Tyreek? Uh, no, I don't like trading wide receiver for wide receiver. I'm just going to hold on that. I'm just going to hold on that. And BT49 said, should I trade Chase Edmonds and Jeff Wilson? If so, for who? That's the tough part. Like, I... I you know, you should trade those for a lot of people, but uh, it's hard for me to like know who you should target. All these fantasy analysts who just throw out names, like, yeah, you should get both of those. Go try to get Jonathan Taylor. You know, like, who knows if you're going to be able to get it? Just try to get Joe Mixon. No idea if you'll be able to get it though. So you just got to just go after the top hitters. Is who you want to go after? No short. No point of shooting for the middle. Let's see who else we got. A meal in the house. I smoke it up. Getting ready to uh, let me see. Got my I got my bone loaded. Get ready to smoke it up. Triple X Lex, what up? Ryan in the house. Dynasty. Thanks for letting us know. Elijah Moore for Brian Robinson. I'd do that if you're getting Brian Robinson. Yeah, hitting that wake and bake, though. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah, sorry. Usually we start at uh, at 8 o'clock. My alarm didn't go off, and I woke up, and it was like 8.05. I was what the fuck? <clears throat> Had to get up and get everything going. Yeah, Dan said, should I trade Joe Mixon? And will Carson Wentz be good um, streaming in 1QB leagues? He'll be all right streaming in 1QB leagues. But, uh, yeah, that is... Uh, you know, nothing super special, you know, with him over there. He's been exposed, but also the Eagles, like the Eagles, uh, they're really legit. We know that. 
Yeah, and Darren says, stand up for Hustler. Let's get it. Jared Goff over Stafford this week. I mean, it's still too early, you know, for like legit week four questions because lots of things are going to change along the way. But Goff versus Seattle, Rams versus 49ers. No, I mean, I'd I'd probably play the Rams. Probably play Stafford. Um, That's a big divisional game that he's going to get up for. But Goff should be all right, too. And Reyes at one and two so far. Let's get it. Chase said, should I trade for Cooper Cup? You should definitely trade for Cooper Cup. And he said, just kidding. Reyes said, I made the trade yesterday. Mark Andrews for Kelsey and Mike Evans. Good one. Good one. And uh, Bogey says, top of the morning, everyone. will be on in a few minutes. JX, what would you do with Eckler? I'd hold on to him. I would not panic. And Triple X Lex, Brees Hall for Marquise Brown. My running backs are Swift, Henderson, Ken Walker, and Brian Robinson. I'm not doing that right now, bro. Like, I mean, Swift, he's probably going to miss two or three weeks. That's one of the, that's why we're going to be talking about Jamal Williams very, very soon. That's why Jamal Williams is on the cover of this video. It says my wide receivers are stacked. Yeah. I mean, they, uh... yeah, I'm just going to hold. And Don said, should I play all my bench overall? <laughs> Sucks when that happens, doesn't it? When like literally like nothing that you do, um, nothing that you do kind of goes right for the, uh, <laughs> nothing that you do kind of goes right in the bench just like completely goes off. We've all been there. And uh, before I move any farther, I got to remind everybody, if you don't know, we got a new sponsor of the show it's underdog fantasy go get your best ball fix go get your um, fantasy football micro dose and what you got to do use my code okay use the show's code i just threw the link in the chat if you sign up and deposit ten dollars don't sign up if you're not going to deposit like there's literally no point for that sign up and deposit at least ten dollars and I will give you 10 extra entries into the next raffle that is going down about one month from now. Again, don't sign up if you're going to deposit. That's a waste of signing up because you get no benefit. We get no benefit. Literally no reason. Sign up and deposit at least $10. Then they give you 10 free dollars for depositing $10. And the show gets credit for sending you over there. So this is only if you've never played underdog before. Um, or if you got two phones, you want to sign up your wife, you know, something like that. You know, there's a lot of ways that you can go about it, but just sign up, deposit $10 and make sure to use my link, use the promo code hustler. So we get the credit over at the show, trying to turn this into a long-term partnership here. So help us uh, hit the ground running. All right. And Hugh Jelly, he said, uh, no tight end production. Uh, Kelsey manager is asking for Olave and Higgins in return. That would leave me Sutton and Bateman. Well, here we go. Bogey is in the house. Let's see what he thinks about this. Yeah, in the building. What's happening? Um, doing? man, he, he's about to he's about to pay hella for Kelsey, in my opinion. It is. That's a lot. 
But like you know, normally I'm up. It's just it's just who he has left. If he had them as extras, like because you know Olave and Higgins, you know he, he, you know Higgins probably drafted a little earlier, but Olave is like a later round guy, and you know what I mean. Like to get Kelsey, I'm all about that, but what he's left with, I kind of don't like that. Yeah, it uh, it does make me a little nervous as well. I mean, we're really trying to trade for Kelsey everywhere that we can, so I'm not I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I, I, I would like to see if I could. I mean, I think Olave is a good enough grab. You could pair Olave up with something. I'm trying to hold on to Higgins. Yeah. I would love to hold on to Olave, too, because, I mean, going back to the offseason, you know, Olave was my was my uh, my rookie receiver who I thought could lead rookies in, re- in receiving yards. You know what I mean? So – I thought that no. he. I, I thought that he. I, I really thought that uh, it was going to be Drake London leading in receptions, and it's still looking like it could be that way. But I did say that Olave is the 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 rookie that I like to lead, like the rookies in touchdowns. And I mean, shit, the way that Jameis is looking for him right now, like you never know. Will you know what's so funny is I'll have a guy like this morning. I have a, first of all, I have Olave everywhere. I wake up this morning, people's like trying to send me Landry. A plus for Olave. It's like, you know, like, okay, next time any of my players dies on me, I'm just going to be sure I send that dead-ass player to everyone. Yeah, Clock I mean? in the house. What up, bro? What up, Clock? Oh, look at him wearing the Clock joint. Look at that. Just yeah. <laughs> the OG one right here. You can't even get these no more. You know what I mean? Nice. And with that said, we'll start the auction off at $500 American dollars. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> the proceeds will go to the uh, the Bogard and Clock Foundation of of Philly cheesesteak needs. There we go. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clark, I mean not Clark, uh, Nigel. I don't know why I thought Clark right there. Nigel throwing in a highlighted chat on uh, Twitch. Good looking, homie. Keenan Allen, Muth, and Singletary for Mark Andrews. Okay, I like it. Because Muth and Singletary are, I mean, obviously Singletary, I mean, he kind of he kind of flashed a little bit, but he's probably not doing that every single game. I like it, and it's so funny. I was, like, uh, uploading some shit on TikTok last night, and I saw this TikTok video. He was like, what's your most disrespectful trade? He's like, I'll tell you the thing that I hate is when someone comes <laughs> and they want to get your best player, and they offer you, like, two or three bench players for that number one player. And I'm like, hey, that's the move, bro. Sorry people are trying to fleece your dumbass every fucking week. But uh, that's I mean, what we're supposed to be doing out here. You know, this is – I always tell people this. I always say – I always say, I know you think I'm stupid, but that doesn't mean I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'd rather have someone think I'm stupid anyway than they get bamboozled upside the dome piece. You feel me? Like, dumbasses. Okay, you, look, you, can read, a, you can read me by the cover, but I'm one of the sharpest tools in the shed, B. You know? But you know what? Here, here's a real cool trick that I don't think a lot of people do. I don't think a lot of people think about You this. put those bench players in your starting lineup? Exactly. For, Come on. Like, like, it's literally because that Because you know why? The psychology... The psychology of most of these motherfuckers be like, oh, he's trying to send me a bench player. It's like, well, how about this? Garbage-ass bench players. And you're like, I, these are starters, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> right? <laughs> or like, if I have such a phenomenal draft and my and my team is so stacked that my bench is popping. And I'm like, right. bro, he's on your bench, bro. So <laughs> My bench is really good. And it's like, doesn't mean that, oh, he's on my bench. Let me take on four of your bench players. And here's the thing. Please be... You know, this, this 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 just makes you sharper in your trade offers. 
Don't look if you're in a shallow bench league, don't send fours for one. Because that motherfucker probably can't drop three other people to bring on that garbage. You know what I mean? And Nick said the worst is when they package a waiver wire ad for the dressing. That's my favorite move, man. Because yeah. if that waiver wire ad I mean that's a and that's not a bad move because if a month like how about this? Maybe Khalil Herbert's available in your league. If 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 and when you get him after waivers run, there might be somebody who goes, "Man, son of a bitch, I wanted Herbert." Right. Oh, that's who I'm going after now. Or like, yeah. if you don't, everybody. Have, okay, real quick. Everybody right now wants Khalil Herbert. Everyone wants Jamal Williams if they're available. So literally, mm-hmm. if your waiver wire is higher, that's money in the bank. That's an instant yeah. trade for you right there. And they already have built-in customers for you. You Hell know, yeah. if you have Herbert, go to the David Montgomery guy. Matter of fact, and if this is if you have these guys out of luxury. Hey, if you need a running back and you get one of these motherfuckers and Montgomery looks like he's going to miss time. I mean, I mean, uh, Swift looks like he's going to miss time. Montgomery, maybe day to day. But even then, you know, I still think he misses at least a week. I mean, if you need a plug and play, it's about, I know it's a it's a marathon, but like some people might be on three. You might need to start plugging away to get you a W, you know what I mean? Yeah, and this is and you, like literally right now. I mean, but here's what you don't do: you don't go trade away Justin Jefferson, you don't go trade away Austin Eckler, you don't go trade away Travis Kelsey because he had one, you know, one or two bad weeks or whatever. That's what you don't do when you're zero three. You don't panic. Like, okay, that. how about this? Do we do this? Do we sell Zeke? Uh, fuck yeah, man! I've been trying. I think to sell that was Zeke his first twenty three. yard run in two seasons. Yeah, like, dude, sell Zeke right now. Like, sell yeah, high. See, like, we've been- see this. You have to, the reason I bring that up as examples because motherfuckers may be able, be able to diagnose things like that. Like, I, I think Tony P, you know, is just it, it, even though he, he Zeke won't got all that take fucking over. lucky ass. Zeke got that lucky ass touchdown. They gave it to Tony P first. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the thing, bro. Tony Pasta is like, you know, that the, the, he they uh, they're gonna vulture each other. You know what I mean? So I don't even like starting Tony Pasta in that sense. You know what I mean? Right. Like. I'd rather just get away from that situation. That's why I don't have any of that backfield this year. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was real ugly. We told you to avoid that backfield. And if you were going to get anyone to get Tony Pasta instead of Zeke, I mean, Zeke with his 14 points, you know, yesterday, Pollard, 10 and a half, you know, and, and who ran for over 100 yards? Pollard, not fucking Zeke. Zeke just happened to get the touchdown. Yeah. Zeke was trash yesterday. None of, and uh, uh, oh, none of them were involved in the passing game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Zeke got 73 yards and a touchdown. And, like, if anyone's doing, like, backflips or, like, super, super stoked about that, like, totally. You find that guy, trade Zeke to him. Exactly. <laughs> and don't think, like, Zeke is going to demand you hella shit back. Zeke is something you pair with and you yeah. bring something big, something big back. You know what I mean? Right. That sucks, oh, right? Yeah. Unless you're trying to buy, like, two, two well, like, Let's think about where he was drafted. He wasn't drafted in the top three rounds. Like, not now. Like, not this year. Home, so. leagues, he was, home leagues he was. Probably, yeah. And that's what drives the ADP down. More, more the masses play in home leagues where it's like, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're being the, the second round, uh, third, early third. And they're like, oh, my God, if Zeke falls to me. And they're like, oh, y'all, tripping Zeke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pick Zeke in the third and they still think it's value because those are the August motherfuckers. They pop up in August. They don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? I have Zeke in zero redraft. Zero redraft. Yeah, I only too. got him in some dynasties and that's it. I don't even think I got him in a this year dynasty. Only, Well, maybe. I know I got him one in like the ninth round or some shit. And I'm like, fuck. 
I guess I gotta get him here because it's so late. I remember that. <laughs> wish 13, I wouldn't have. 13. Yeah, wish I would not have though. And Triple X Lex said, since Swift is out for three weeks now, we don't know 100 percent if he's Listen, out for three. We weeks We could start yet. moving like that though. I would start yeah, moving like it should. Me. He said, got offered Brees for Marquise. I don't need Marquise. Um, I mean, okay, this is that same dude who had the question he said earlier. He, right? he said he needs a running back, so I got that. Yeah, yeah I would do it. I mean, this is sell. This might not seem like selling high on Hollywood, but it's the same situation as Zeke. We ain't seen one from Hollywood all year. He finally shows up in a game where the game script was so negative and, and everybody was hurt. He piled up 12 receptions. That's not going to happen on a week-to-week basis. And if it did, we only got about three weeks of it until Hopkins comes back. So you can view okay. it like that. I'll take Brees Hall because I think in three weeks, Brees Hall is the guy over Carter. I mean, we already saw the volume start to shift a little bit last well, week. Yeah, but okay. Here, I mean, Bogey's a little bit too happy to hit accept on this trade. I'm. You said got offered Brees for Marquise. That means the person's trying to move off of Brees Hall. I'm not saying don't do this trade. I'm saying get more because guess what? Zach Wilson's coming back. Is fucking Brees going to mm-hmm. get six receptions in two out of three games? You know, moving forward, like probably not. And you know what I was trying to do? I would still try to get Brees to maybe not move Hollywood then. See if that the next tier down. I'm, I'm down to move Hollywood. I'm saying Brees plus something for Hollywood because Hollywood just balled the fuck out. You got to remember, Kyler, Hollywood, they know each other. This connection, you got to really like tell yeah. people about that. We finally saw it. It took two weeks because he wasn't 100% healthy. You know, like whatever the fuck you got to say. But I'm getting Brees plus something for you know Brees. i love Brees too. monster game I, here's the thing is, is uh if if Brees could take over as the lead role or when he takes over as the lead role I, I, I guess it'll be okay if he doesn't have as many targets no matter what i just want it to be wacko flacco i swear to god fuck everybody else <laughs> yeah i mean that's what sucks i mean it's i mean carter he got more catches I mean, got, no, not sorry, sorry, sorry. He got, got more, more he got more carries, got less catches, though. Yeah. Uh, but with Zach Wilson, though, like, Brees Hall ain't getting those six receptions every game. He's not. I mean, the negative game script might be there for it. I mean, shit, yeah. how many negative game scripts were they in last year and fucking Zach Wilson yeah. couldn't hit a running back for his life? You know what it is, too, is he'd be trying to run. Yeah, exactly. Think, hopefully, you know what's funny? You remember when Zach Wilson was quoted saying, uh, you know, um, I do need to check it down more when he was seeing how, how white Mike was killing it. You know what I mean? And white then when Zach white Moon said, I got offered Devonta Smith for DK. Hit accept and run away. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, offered Devonta Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah if, you're getting, if you're getting, yeah, 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 I'm doing that. Assuming you're getting Smith, I'm doing it. Yeah, give me the I'm someone trying it. to sell high on Smith and buy low on DK. I'll let him do that. <laughs> Yeah, give me yeah, give me the give me the slim reaper. Look at the offense, like way better. The Eagles offense is gonna be humming. Fucking Seattle. I mean, who knows? DK he only scored three or four touchdowns for the entire season and not even Imagine and look at look at how bad it is with Gino. Week one, he uh, uh 10 targets to DK, right? They were all short. Then he started to realize, wait a second, this guy the, the, he could take away the number one coverage, then I just do those same short passes. That's all I got. I'm Geno Smith. And this time going to lock it. Now that's two weeks in a row of that. You guys were uh bogey. Do you remember off the bat how many yards you need to be a thousand yard receiver? If how many yards a game if you play all 17 games? It's like it's like 58, but 
Or yeah. let's just say 55 for the sake of it. <laughs> is it though? Is it really? Is it 58? 58. It's 58. You were okay. right. He's gone under 58 twice, you know, and he's only yeah. gone over 58 one time and he got 64, you know, so he's not even on pace to be a thousand yard receiver right now. Like that's how bad it is for DK. It's not, uh, I mean, last year he wasn't a thousand yard receiver either. He's yeah. going to be a 900 and something yard receiver is what. And then, been. and then don't let it, don't let it get worse with, with Drew Locke. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, like, Drew, I mean, shit, Drew Locke, he don't even know what he's doing at all. You know what I mean? He's just going to no. throw straight to the defender, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't even, uh, yeah, I, I would make that move. Hell yeah. And, uh, Clock said, I like Brees for the second half of the season. Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. I've been on that all year. That's why I wouldn't draft him, um, unless we're getting, uh, out of value. And yeah, I think a lot of people got value on them, but everyone getting them in the second round. I mean, they're people, first if, half. if you draft, that's the one thing that was cool with Brees Hall. If you drafted come August time, because they were they had already by, by August time they came out and they were like Michael Carter's the guy. He's the heartbeat of this team. Yeah, remember that shit. The value, I mean, it dropped for sure. Um, yeah, but, yeah, for sure. But still, I, I mean, that may be true. He, you know, in the locker room, he's the heart and all shit, and then he has been the starter and whatnot. It's been, it's, it's, you know, for the first two weeks, it was damn near 50-50. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and then last week, you know what I mean, it it was like damn near 50-50. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, But the targets and all that shit started, started to sway towards Breezy. You feel me? So. Yeah. Damn it. In the, the Debo Snatcher Chain League. Motherfucker, man. Took a big L and uh, losing Cooper Cup. But I'm bringing... Bringing back Michael Carter, so I guess it's not bad if we're getting a running back coming back. Uh, oh, man, I, I actually, I'm about to snatch somebody's chain. <clears throat> Herbert, Herbert lost it for me, and uh, actually, but at least he, Herbert had a bad one that he didn't snatch Herbert up off you. Well, Herbert was on the bench, so he couldn't snatch him. Oh, okay. <laughs> couldn't snatch him from me. I, I just, I didn't play him in the Debo leagues. So I was just too nervous about him fucking it up. And uh, yeah, he does. He didn't want to snatch Jimmy G or Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm snatching Trevor Lawrence, and I'm, I think I, I want to say I sent back. Uh, see, I was in a position where I needed to win, so I was trying to put all my best players as possible in my lineup. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, but I forget who I'm sending them back. And then I Ooh. lost in the stupid uh, the, the, the Debo 2. Ooh, I, I won in the Debo 1, though. And uh, Yeah, I me... felt good winning the Debo 1 because I needed a better key. All right. I have Brady and, and Garoppolo. So now, you know what I'm saying? I'm, about, I'm snatching the Lawrence and Bob. I'm going to get the on Lawrence, motherfucker. Man, and he's got Derrick Henry and Amon Ra. Damn, yeah, and, and, I could, and I could send back Wacko Flacco also. Yeah, I mean, Wacko Flacco might not have no job. You know what I mean? He's the only, he's the only one that I can even send back out of my starting lineup. It's crazy. I'm gonna the have... one that I lost, the Debo one I lost, I had Flacco as my second QB also. Yeah, you gonna do it? <laughs> uh, no, I lost that one. Oh, you lost that one. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, my, my lineup did good in this one. I got, uh, well, I mean, JT kind of sucked, but uh, AJ Brown did good. Uh, Scary Terry and his garbage time did great. Uh, Gabe didn't do What did he do? What does Scary Terry do? I, I, I know he. 100. He broke 100. Damn, fucking, fucking garbage. He got, like, he got like 60 yards on the last, like, drive. I, I was swear. about to say, I know there was the chunky <laughs> one in the end. 
<laughs> and uh, so, I mean, made it look nice. I mean, but that's why Scary Terry, yeah, baby, to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Thielen killed it. Lazard killed it. Andrews just boo-booing all over everybody out there. And Andrews was actually like a real, like, legit trade. Me and Antonio made it. He's like, everyone's for sale. He's like, I need a QB so bad. Now, nice. if you get a QB, I traded him. It was a decent one, but, um, you know, Mark Andrews, just that dude. <laughs> and uh, crazy Patrick Queen with his 21 points. I guess Titans, he's not looking so foolish right now, making that big ass trade that he made. No, but see, here's the thing though. Like, he gave up too much. He, I'm still on that. But he also made the trade during the game. Did he? Remember that? Yeah, we're, 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 covered, we're watching football and you're like, what the hell is this trade? Remember? I mean, I swear, maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I swear it was like in game action going on. Or was that the other trade he made? With that me? was that was the trade that he made okay. with me, where he stole. Uh, I, I, I fucking, sounded wrong. Okay. Where he stole Jamal Williams from me for bad motherfucker, like a thief in the night. What did he <laughs> send? What, what was the? What did he? What did you get out of it? Well, uh, it was Bateman. So I mean, oh, yeah. uh, and in this league, I mean, I have uh, I have Joe Mixon and Josh Jacobs. So I mean, it's just that's how so much that Jamal Williams would have felt really nice right now. Yeah, I mean, well, that's just how much I'm all I was on Jamal Williams that I fucking drafted him in this 32 team league in like the fourth or fifth round. You know, you know what's crazy like that. is that like Amon Ross St. Brown, he he had that ankle issue. He came back in the game, but like it's still an issue, right? And like was um I knew that's the only time I could probably I'd try to get uh try to get uh St. Brown off off of uh Titans. You know what I mean? But then also it was like it was like I don't want to pay Titans prices. You know what I mean? <laughs> I Ever. Know, like, Steven, if you're watching, what the hell are you doing? <coughs> <coughs> and he said I finally worked bogey. Like you gave away a Monroe St. Brown. <laughs> okay, listen. He got Damian Pierce off me. Okay, this is how it went down. He wanted he wanted a better QB. And I know my third QB is better than his starters. And he lost Mac Jones, right? Because that's how it all started. He wanted Winston for me. So I'm like, okay, you can have Winston. But, you know what I mean? I want him on Ross. I went straight to him on Ross St. Brown. And like I said, but I also have a rule. I'm not just going to give you a QB without one in return. And I don't want none of those motherfuckers you got, but I'll take Tannehill and Willis. You know what I mean? And I know he's been shopping them around. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's been shopping them around. So I already have intel like, okay, so he's going to have no problem doing that. And then the first time he sent me a counter and it had a Mon Ra in it, I was like, hell yeah. Then I kept going for the gusto. Give me James Robinson too. You know what I mean? Sounds like Titans got broken down to Chinatown. I'm just saying, like, he, he, I mean, Damian Pierce, that was tough. I've been, I like being right about players. You know, yeah. and then he sends me Sky Moore, and I'm like, like, but it had all the players I was asking. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to do this. Cause then he, he wanted Sutton. I was like, I'm not going to give you Sutton. And he's like, well, and then so I put Lazard in there. Cause even though I didn't want to do that, I didn't want to do anything really. It was just like, if I'm going to get him on Ross St. Brown, then I'll do this. You know what I mean? Ooh, Antonio, you won in the, uh, in the Debo. He said, I just sent the trade Adams for Allen Robinson. So I'm assuming that's the Debo, that's yeah. the fourth trade league. I know. Seeing that's what's dope about the Debo league. Like there was a few people who were like, "Oh, I'm fucking done," you know. But there's people who are going to be playing 0 and two versus 0 and two. You just gotta <laughs> win when it's that time to win. Yeah. Like literally, this whole league could be swung with like. I mean, it's also in a row. 
first of all, this league's super lucky because it's also you got to be lucky that the person, if they beat you, they don't they, they, they don't like see the glaring thing they should take from you. You know what I mean? Like I remember that one of the Debo's, I had Kelsey and a motherfucker in a snap, like right when I, uh, you, when you beat me, you took Herbert. And then, or, uh, yeah, and then the next, next motherfucker beats me, he goes straight to Kelsey. He was smart. You know what I mean? Well, and so like, what it was, too, me and Antonio were already talking about a trade for Mark Andrews before I even officially sent the trade for that. So I knew that I was about to get Herbert. I was about to trade a QB away for Mark Andrews also. So it was all calculated. Mm-hmm. I, and here's the thing, too, is, like, if you know the people yeah, that you're Antonio's making deals with. Dub. I'm trying to remember what I sent for Lawrence, bro. I think it might have even been my uh, – I don't think it was Michael Carter. Oh, I sent them Jordan Mason. Mm. That's what it was. So I had Jordan Mason in the lineup because I had no other options. Ta. Right? And then I'm still – but see, now I'm bringing back a better QB, and I still don't – I still am weak in that flex. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like I needed a better QB than, right. than, than Garops. You feel me? Okay, so how about we do this? How about we get into some of these waiver wire pickups? And let's start with the QBs. It's going to be nice and quick over there. And Mike said, uh, this is a public service announcement. Gino is a thing. <laughs> I mean, for Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Who, I mean, who, uh, In fantasy, who's eating over there? Will Disley, my man Walt Disley. Yeah, but even then, I mean, we, um, I mean, I talked about he's he's amongst the uh, the the like tight end three through tight end fifteen, where it's like thirty seven points through like twenty four points or whatever. He's yeah. in the middle of that big cluster fuck. So my he man has Walt Disley like, touchdowns. I I mean, see, Walt tight is so ugly. Walt Disley's worth the pickup if you have like if you. <laughs> Well, I come mean, on. Let's Daniel Bellinger. QBs, 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 QBs. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Straight to Gino. Yeah. <laughs> so, right off the rails. Well, because Mike said that Gino is a thing. So he's only, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, only, I mean, we had to talk about him. He's a thing, right? He's rostered in 9% of leagues. He's uh, He's got over 20 points in two, in two games. And then, you know, just totally shut down versus San Fran. It's crazy. Balled against Denver. He balls against Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's whatever. He's got Detroit this next week and we talked about okuda do not fuck with dk do not put him in your starting lineup because it's going to be okuda on dk the whole time and it's going to be another locket game besides okuda lions are giving up the booty to the to the qb positions mm-hmm. if you lost brian if you lost uh uh what's his name mac jones you know or something like that and there's like literally no one in your league i think you could do worse than gino he's not my number one pickup I would say the number one pickup, um, probably looking hella ugly though, is gonna be Ryan Tannehill versus uh, versus the Colts. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as availability, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, because you, you know he's available more in in the single QB league. He's available more often than not. Only sixteen percent rostered. Um. Yeah, it's better than uh I mean it's better than like Danny Dumbass. Or like on the flip side, Matt Ryan. I mean, he's rostered in 33% of leagues, so I mean he's probably available. 
in a lot of these single that's just, uh, that's well. just gonna be like one of those uglier games anyway <laughs> i know i don't think either team's gonna be able to do that much running though i mean we're talking about a premier you know running back matchup in derrick henry and jt i mean yeah. i know that titans have been giving up the booty to the running backs though so maybe who do the titans just beat uh the raiders and um and the colts beat the chiefs like taking down the afc west yeah yeah, so so you got you got the uh, you got the the Titans feeling good like they're back on the in their winning ways, yeah. And then you got the Colts, you know, same thing like they just got they that was basically their Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know who's been like so solid when we start getting amongst these trash QBs? I mean, solid, not trash. You know, week uh, in one week and then like really great in another week, just very consistent. Marcus Mariota just always hovering right around. I was going to say, there's got to be someone better than Tannehill. There it is, right there. Yeah, and and, and really, I mean, the who they playing? Up, they're going up against Cleveland, so oh, not not tough. the best matchup. Cleveland now they got their extended, uh, you know, the extra couple days of rest because they played on Thursday night. But Mariota, I mean, in two out of the three games, he's got a rushing TD. That's really what this comes down to: is when they get in close, they get in, you know, that green zone, they get with ten yards left. He could tuck it and run it, and I do like that. And there's only about there's only about uh, two targets there for real for him. So it's like no one should ever like question starting Pitts or London even. Yeah, like, so I re- I, I, re- I think their volume that. makes them safe no matter what. It's really like you know what I mean. Like you gotta love London as a WR two moving forward. Yeah, I I uh, so I retract my statement about Tannehill probably being the number one pickup because Marcus yeah. Mariota. He, he's rostered in 22% of leagues. He's readily available in all these leagues. That was the main reason why Tannehill mm-hmm. was one of my main guys because he's under 20% rostered. But, and yeah. There's going to be guys. And then also, you know, do a nice dive and look if, if you know, motherfuckers in your league had dropped Rodgers or, or had yeah. dropped, um, you know, Brady before the Green Bay matchup. You know what I mean? Like I mean, At least Brady's getting Evans back. We don't know about Godwin, but. Yeah. Yeah, Brady's, Brady's still 97% rostered, so. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know. Some dumbass might have dropped him. Some angry cutting, bro. You know, it's funny. Some dumbass dropped him in uh, one of the hustler leagues. Like, right Yeah, I remember that. that. Yeah, I, I wasn't in that league with you. And that guy was so pissed off that he didn't even come back <laughs> after that. Like, man, he can't be doing stupid shit like that. I hope he didn't harm himself or anybody else. <laughs> Jared Goff, though, you know. Um, he went and caught a case right after that. <laughs> he was like, fuck this shit. Jared Goff, uh, you, I mean, you could do a lot worse than Jared Goff. 45% roster. I'd rather, do, I'd rather play Jared Goff and Mariota over Tannehill any day just because Tannehill's the guy that would – he's likely – Tannehill is likely to hand it off down there. You know what I mean? I mean, he did get a rushing TD last week. Yeah, yeah because, and, and, and you know why though? Because too. they were, they, they were in that bunch, uh, and they were in that bunch, and and they're thinking he's you know it's about to be Henry, and he just whoo, waltz waltzes onto the side. You feel me? That could happen. I mean, how? Why would anybody yeah. think that Tannehill is is gonna tuck it and run instead of giving it to Henry? You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, whenever it's like a goal line situation, or like a third and short, or like a fourth and one, like. Especially these fourth down joints, like you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Why? Like they always immediately go to like you know big packages. You know what I'm saying? But it's like if you think about it, if you only need, like, who was it? The uh, damn, was it the Lions? The Lions that kept going for it on fourth against uh, against Minnesota, and like it'd be like fourth and one, fourth and two, and they would just boom shotgun, and then like just you know what I mean, laser it to somebody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Because everybody's bunched up. They think they're going to fucking, you know what I mean? They think they're just going to try to pound it for the one yard. Like, why, yeah. you know, why wouldn't people spread them out more? Like, I know the Chiefs be doing that sometimes, but they rarely go for it on fourth versus everybody else these days. You know what I mean? Yeah. And let's see. I don't even, I don't, I, I mean, Mitch Trubisky, you know, if you're like hella hurting, super flex, you know, like, that's what's crazy. Cause like all, all these guys are probably gone in your super in flex. A, in a super flex, I'd probably, See if Kenny Pickett's available. Maybe if I could stash something, I would do that because like super flex cheap is always valuable. And like Trubisky looked like he's he looks like a guy that's gonna lose the job. Well, I mean their whole offense. and not even by being out beat out like in practice. Like, see, that's one thing too that we don't see behind the scenes. Like in practice, with Kenny Pickett might look bad because it's like Trubisky's putting out a bad he's putting out bad tape out there on the field. You know what I mean? As like, yeah, I mean, I mean I like, wonder, in that time to pull like, up. Yeah, I mean, here's what I mean. It's, it's all not his fault. Like, that's one thing that I will say. But either way, like, he is the one going out there, like, putting up dog shit, like, fans. Yeah, like, Deontay drops in, dropping the thing. Yep. I and, mean. But there was one, it was one that could, like, swung that, that game against the Browns. Yep. So, if you're, I mean, if you're in a super flex league, you literally, you know, if you caught Mac Jones or whatever the injury, I mean, it sucks. You got to go pick up Brian Hoyer, you know, or some shit like that. Like Cooper Rush, like maybe he's still available. Brian um, Hoyer, the Jewish warrior. Maybe someone dropped Davis Mills, you know, because he's been whatever, you know, to start. So, super flex peeps, you are kind of out of luck. Hopefully, if uh, if you got Mac Jones, you just go get Brian Hoyer, and that's probably the only shot. You know what? I, if I'm in a super if I'm in a super flex and I'm in a bind like that, I just I start trying to like trade for Dak or something. Like see how the Dak guy's surviving. If the Dak guy has Dak on his bench and he has two viable QBs, I'm trying to trade for Dak right now. Like I'm trying to, you know what I mean? Get something going. Trying to get something going. All right, we got uh we got a super chat on YouTube and then we got a highlighted chat on Twitch. Um on YouTube, we got pickup um Reynolds. What the fuck is his first name? Um, Josh, uh, Josh uh, was it? Is it this says, Reynolds? This, this says C Reynolds. Yeah, Craig Reynolds. There you Craig go. Reynolds. There we go. He's the only guy. If you search Craig, he's the only guy that pops up on Sleeper. It's crazy. There's like there no one go. in the whole league named Craig except for this guy. I forgot about him, Jamal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he immediately jumps in as the number two behind Jamali Ma. And if anything well, was to happen, at- you know. I'm assuming this is a deep league, so it's Craig yeah, I was Reynolds, say it's a deep league. Benjamin, P. Ryan, James Cook. Those are the four options that he gave as a pickup. I'll take P. Ryan. I'll probably take P. Ryan, uh, P. Ryan, and then um, uh, who was Buddy? We were just talking, and then, and then Craig Reynolds in that order. Because I think James Cook, I just don't want anything to do with that Buffalo backfield, bro. People got to start dying before, like, I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's cool now. You know what I mean? It's really all Singletary, and that's all you want back there. So yeah, and and, and Craig Reynolds, like if, if that's just if you have a, a spot you can stash somebody, you know what I mean? Because if anything, I mean that that guy is gonna get some work, maybe eight, 
seven, eight touches or seven, eight carries, but we're going to see a heavy dose of Jamal Williams. You know what I mean? But and yeah. that's really the only reason to hold Craig Reynolds is if anything happens to Jamal because he's going to be having this heavy dose. You know what I mean? Yeah, and P. Ryan, I mean, same thing. Like, he's going to get – I mean, I know he got a touchdown last week. Like, it was just like, you know, random time. Well, P. P. Ryan – P. Ryan's a guy in a deeper league that's a fringe flex. But if anything happens to Mixon, then you hit the lotto. Because I, that, that, that's the damnedest thing. Is in, we've seen them in negative game scripts, a, two out of three of these games, you know, the Bengals. And there's been P. Ryan out there getting the in the passing work. I don't like that shit. I don't like that, you know, because that was part of why Joe Mixon is who Joe Mixon is, that, like, he's also getting worked in the passing game. Yeah. And uh, Joe Mixon is banged up. I mean, they play on Thursday. They came out yesterday and already said he's good to go yeah. for Thursday. I mean, he came out and kneeled. He came out in the formation when they kneeled it. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Man, I mean, you say like something happened. He had, they needed someone to pass pro. Maybe that that could be why. But they already whooping, told me that he, they, they were whooping their they were whooping their ass. You yeah. Know? I mean, it wasn't even close. Like Flacco just could not get it done. Versus this defense, he like was, it was, uh, he was whack. No bueno, Wacko Flacco was back. Yeah, and uh, Hugh Jellyfant on Twitch. Thanks for the highlighted uh, comment there. He said, "Who finishes tight end three four after the season?" In your guys' opinions, so because Kelsey and Andrews, I mean, those are you know clear cut one and two. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw in, um. I'm gonna throw in Kittle as just like a, 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 I'm gonna say honorable mention already. I'm just gonna go with straight to that. Say Kittle because Jimmy's back, and while, while both of them get more acclimated again, that's his safety blanket. You know what I'm saying? It, he can still finish the year with like 80. I mean, he can still finish the year with 100 receptions. He had 94 uh, 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 both that last year, and he missed more time than he did. You know what I mean? Now this is assuming health. Okay, out, as, right? as it always is. Yeah, and then here's, here's I'm putting here. No, no, give me and let me get oh, this Waller. Get it in. You're going Waller. <clears throat> no, I'm going Zach Ertz. We've been talking Ooh, about yeah. Zach Ertz. The I mean, he's he's tight end three right now, so it's low hanging fruit. But we've been talking about him. He was like one of the guys. You know, if we were mm -hmm. gonna not go heavy, you know, on, on the, the Schultz or the Goddards, or you know, what I mean. We, we said it, Zach Ertz um, was like the guy after Goddard that we were like really happy, you know, getting because Tyler always peppers this motherfucker. And he's already got 16 receptions through three weeks. Yep. And and he's got he got one touchdown already and he's got a handful of red zone targets on top of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I'm really on the uh, I'm really on the Ertz train. I'm continuing that, and I wish I had him in more leagues, but uh, I got a lot of Kelsey. Yeah, but, and, and that's why, and that's the big barring health, right? Because it sucks. Like, like that, he's always just like bound up and just fucking crumble on us. Here's another I mean, one, brother. It was yeah. baked in. He was hurt in preseason. It was like his his draft capital was baked into his injury. And, and um. Here's one that that probably be on our waiver list and probably the number one is, is fucking ugly ass Evan Ingram, bro. It's a thing. He's in Doug Peters' system. If, if that's the same system that Zach Ertz was flourished in for hell of a year. <laughs> told you, told you guys. If you're just digging amongst the trash, yeah. Evan Ingram is not too bad. He's got the exact same amount of points right now as T.J. Hawkinson. He's got yeah, more points than Hawkinson Kyle Pitts. Sucks. He's got more points than Kyle Pitts right now. He's got more points than Dawson Knox, Mike Gesicki. Mm -hmm. Um, trying to look and see if who other Dalton Schultz. Um, and he's not a he's here's the thing, he's not a blocker at all. So no. 
So what we like, we like that because he's always out there running routes. But if they if they have like some type of big package or something, he'll never be lined in line like they're gonna trick anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Here's they want to have him out there. This week, he went up. I mean, week three went up against the Chargers. Went up against Derwin James. No tight end is getting off versus the no. Chargers and Derwin James. It's just, it's not, they got Derwin James over there to stop Kelsey and he stopped Kelsey. So that's just a tight end matchup we got to avoid. Unless that, Andrews is crazy. Playing the, I don't even know if they're playing them this year. I remember I told somebody, don't start. They're like, is Evan Ingram really a thing? I said, not this week, not against Derwin. And you know what I mean? I was like, I was really strong on that. And then they, hey, shout out to Trevor Lawrence. And then they came out and just balled, bro. And uh, Hugh Jelly said, uh, I've been starting Ingram, but he don't seem to be getting those tight end looks everyone said he would. Yes, he did, just other than this week. This was the bad week versus Derwin James. He only had three targets, one reception, nine yards. Go look at what Travis Kelsey did when he played the Chargers. He, everybody wanted hold on, to hold on. Him. <laughs> but Evan Ingram just caught the tug, too, though. No, he didn't. He has no touchdowns on the year. Oh, what they call that strike? They, there was a flag on that thing. My yeah, bad. yeah. So he was being targeted. Yeah, flag. I mean, said he still got it though. That's good enough for me to pick him up. He's got, he's got twelve. He's got fifteen targets on the season. If we're mm-hmm. like, if we're going by targets, I mean, shit. Let's see who he's got more targets than. But he's but got, also he's got more targets. Hold on, hold on. Let me read a couple. Yeah. He's got more targets than Dallas Goddard, than Logan Thomas, than Robert Tunyon, than Schultz, than Knox. Then Albert O, Noah Fant, guys who are Schultz sure. missed the game, but even then, if you if you take his average, it's still more than Schultz. Yeah, yeah. how about this though? Schultz coming back, so I still I still I still slot him at, as a as a, a three or four finisher. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah Tino said Fryermuth about to bust out. Just wait until Kenny's out there. I bet. I mean, because uh, yeah. young young QBs they use the tight end, you know, as they a blanket. blanket. Trubisky's yeah. just a fucking dumbass. Like, literally, they were like, when Trubisky was there, they had like 13 tight ends on the roster. They're like, we're trying to get you like 10 double digits. So, is that, so is that why Chicago had Jimmy Graham and, and Komet <laughs> and fucking Adam Shaheen and fucking, bro, they had all, remember they had like eight tight ends in that motherfucker? Bro, they had fucking so many fucking tight ends on the squad, and Trubisky didn't throw to not one of them. Like, never. <laughs> not none of them. Never. Ah, and Uncle Buck just saw the news. We'll talk about this on Fantasy News today. Sterling Shepard torn ACL out for the year. You fucking hate to see it. Like, it was like a non-contact injury. He kind of just started slowing up, like, on the play because the play went to the totally opposite side of the field and just, like, buckled his knee. Like, fuck, that sucks. Here's the thing. He's coming off the, the he's coming off the torn Achilles from last year. Yeah. So it just it sucks for him. He's gonna spend another half year rehabbing. But the beauty of it, if there is any upside, is that it was non-contact. Usually that means it's a clean ACL tear. Right. You know yeah. I mean, you know, he didn't those get contact get ones where you have structural get... damage and shit like that. Yeah. So he'll be all right, man. But like probably never see him again in the league. And it was fucking amazing to see him running crazy crispy routes and streaking down the field, burning DBs, coming off that Achilles to begin with. He was the best wide receiver that they had out there. I mean, I, I know that's not saying much amongst the, uh, you know, the, the Basuda. That hey, they he got was, he over was there. the cutest bitch out, out the ugly ones or what? 
Yeah, he was the skinniest kid at fat camp, that's for sure. But, uh, man, he was out there getting it. So, yeah, you know what? Just because Sterling Shepard is uh, is a good dude and he's been around fantasy, you know, for a long time. And this may be the last time we ever see him on the football field. Let's smoke one for him. And I'm gonna miss every night. And I'm gonna miss every night. <laughs> hey, <coughs> Kenny Galladay, he was just walking alongside the cart, holding his hand. He was like, "It was like it was supposed to be me. <laughs> I was supposed to die on the battlefield. It was supposed to be me." <laughs> Man. Kenny Galladay, I cannot believe it. Hey, zero catches, right? Or did you finally get one? It was so funny. Something kept happening every time they targeted him. I was like, yeah, I told y'all. See, because yeah. death, death was lurking. Yeah. Death was lurking around that motherfucker and just happened to touch Sterling Shepard's knee. It is really like, uh, you know, it is, uh, what's it called? Final Destination, New York Giants style. It really is out there. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? <laughs> oh, man. And Zeb said, uh, LOL, Kenny's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I know. For this week, at least. For this episode, he's at least alive. He made he's it out. Die eventually. He made it out safe. You remember that he's, one? You know what? He's always he's dead to us. <laughs> you remember that one South Park episode? It was like the Christmas episode. Like he just kept looking like Kenny was gonna die the whole episode, but he makes it out alive. Like that was Kenny Galladay this week. Oh, like he, he kept skate like the shit. He, he kept escaping death. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one exactly. Yeah, it was like the first season <laughs> Christmas episode. I remember the one where Death actually was in it, and it oh yeah, it just touched him. Yeah, <laughs> he, cro he croaks over. <laughs> and uh, Jesus Christ of the League, what up? He said, uh, Hey, Jeebus. Yeah, let's smoke it up, Jeebus. I've read your book. <laughs> and he said, How you feel about Javante in comparison to a player like Chubb? I'm on the Chubb side of things just because. Because he's doing better. I mean, and Javante just until Melvin Gordon goes down, it sucks. We're never really going to see until that. You know what sucks? What we, what we might be seeing, we might be seeing them trust Gordon right now more at the goal line because, like, he just understands defenses more. He's picking up the system faster, perhaps. You know, what I mean, new regime shit sucks. Javante is the guy there, but yeah. it's also like Russ ain't Russ with his corny ass ain't showing us shit. I mean, Dan, you know what? Like this, you this know what? Russ Nathaniel Hackett experiment is not looking good right now. If I could take, see, but here's another thing too, though. Nick Chubb, if he could stay healthy all the way up until, like, Nick Chubb is routinely a thousand yard receiver, and I mean a, 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 a rusher. rusher. And then, you know, what I'm saying, like, if on the times he did miss games, he was always pacing about fifteen, sixteen hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah, like th this, and then when he did play uh, an entire season, I think he had fifteen. Was that twenty nineteen? He had like fifteen hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah, Russian. Yeah, I, we're not looking for the catches. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I where I like Javante is because we've already seen one out of three every game. Javante's getting targets. Right. But one out of those three games, he had eleven targets. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm I'm just saying like this, 
and it was a negative game script. And I think the Broncos will be in a ton of negative game script. Their offense isn't that good. Yeah, and see, I like what Hugh uh, Hugh Jelly said. Uh, Hackett clearly saving the legs for the RBs. Broncos have a very hard second half. Need those runs. Then, I mean, that's one of those things about Denver. You know, when it gets, I don't to know, man. Time, I'm, I'm, this is a week. To, if I'm them, I'm thinking week to week at this point. I there's no luxury to be like, well, right, we're really got let's let's study week nine's uh, matchup when we got free. Time. Well, like, no, 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 no. Come on, man. It's not like that. But you Actually, can't. They're two and one. Huh? Never mind. Yeah, you can't say you can't say that they're not. I mean, yeah, I, they're so ugly and they're two and one, bro. Fuck, I thought of that. Because that's a that's what I was about to say is that the one thing that this is good for is just uh, you know the longevity yeah. of Javante because Melvin Gordon, I, I mean, if we go to the entire history of his career, he's usually not there at the end of the season. So if this is something where like Javante, you know, bro, somebody moves, said a word and I'll just put a hit out on Melvin Gordon, bro. It's not he puts a hit on himself, like he always <laughs> gets hurt. Always. Yeah, he do that. Yeah, see, right now Broncos, yep, two and one, tied with the Chiefs, and uh, we we still we only got two three and O teams, both in the Eastern conferences or Eastern um, Eastern uh, divisions. Got the Dolphins and we got the Eagles, and in the in the fantasy group, someone was like, Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Watch early overreaction, but they did make the playoffs. And then there's a whole bunch of people who are like, Who the fuck is this guy? Like, oh, kick this guy out of the group. And those are obviously people that don't watch like every single game. Yeah, and like those are people that just don't even have a uh, like a like a solid short term memory. Like they just won the Super Bowl not too long ago, and yeah. like so not only is there already a winning culture there, but like this is why I always told you I fuck with Howie Roseman super tough because Howie Roseman he knows how to wash his hands real quick of shit that he don't like no more. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Like you know what? Wash your hands with wins. You know what I mean? And there was a preemptive. They bought the soap first. They bought they went and drafted Jalen Hurts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they had Carson Wentz. You know what I mean? And Carson Wentz was just two years removed removed from an MVP conversation. You know what I mean? They're like, wash your hands with this guy. This guy's not it. You know what I mean? You know what's so bullshit right now? On paper, the NFC least has uh, <laughs> like looks like they're like the dopest conference right now. Because mm-hmm. they got Eagles at three the Cowboys. Nine. Cowboys and the Giants both at two and one, and they don't, they don't have any winless teams. Yeah, when you can, yeah, and, and all crazy? of them are above five hundred except for you know what's fucking you know what's insane. There's only two winless teams right now: Raiders and the Texans. Okay, this is anybody surprised about that? Not about the Texans, because I said I'd take no, the under no, no, on no, that no, four no. and a half. The whole thing, the whole statement. Oh, the Raiders. Is anybody I mean, surprised about the Raiders and the I, I am surprised how trash the Raiders look. Not like. me. Well, I mean, no, no, you I know that you want them to look trash, but we can't say that I don't want, want them to look trash. I was bigging them up this whole offseason, but I was like, it's still Derek Carr. Like, that guy sucks. They're the only 0-3 team in the league. Texans at least have a tie. So Raiders are literally right now the worst team in the Who league. Who do the Raiders play next week? They play at <laughs> the Broncos. Ooh. And then they play the Chiefs. Oh, my gosh. But okay. then they, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. But then they play the Texans in week Ooh. six. Okay, they get a tie. Someone will have a win, or unless they get a tie. That'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> I so want them to get a tie. That would be fucking funny. <laughs> oh, man. 
but that's uh i mean we're, we're talking i mean if you're in the afc west or the nfc west your schedule is just nasty either way so like yeah. raiders starting off zero and three any of these teams that are starting off one and two it's uh it's gonna be an uphill battle you know if if uh, um i always know how to like read my niners like you know, if, if when it comes to my overreacting, uh, overreacting ways. That said, the 05 and one Raiders. That shit would be funny if they got the 05 and one. I'm just saying, though, know, B, that's got to be a record. <coughs> and Dan Orlowski got the record, right? <laughs> Dan well, Orlowski knows how to lose. Oh yeah, he's he's been there, done that. He's like, he's like, look, kid, watch this. We need to come back. This is how you do it. Pick six. Bam. <laughs> And Derek now we're really in the hole. And Derek said he's surprised on the Raiders. I really am too. Like, I didn't think like, you know, getting Adams was going to like turn, turn them into, I mean, their defense, it should be better this year. Like Denzel Perryman's really that dude, like that a lot of shit changed when he went out. I mean, I, I guess like it's Rocky has seen needs to come in, you know, he needs to, needs to really like hold it down. Um, you, you, I seen Abram be flying around. I kind of like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he's like a hard hitter, but he's like, that's all he got. You know what I mean? It's crazy because, like, Rocky Sin and Ngakwe, like, they seem like they were – I mean, that was the trade, if you guys don't know, like um, yeah. bringing Rocky Sin over to the Raiders because they really needed a quarterback and then getting some more um, edge rush help over there back to the Colts. I mean, what, what either are one of them are good for fantasy, and I swear, are either one of them that good in real life? I mean, Ngakwe, what is he at, like eight sacks last year, six? Uh, that that five. seems like too much. Let me go double check. That five. Seems like too he much. had five. Because I remember when like we were laughing at this shit because somebody was like Max Crosby and Ngakwe is the best one to uh Ngakwe said Ngakwe said that. Yeah, but then somebody was like reiterating it this way. Oh shit, one he day. did get he did get 10 sacks last year. Okay. So I was undershooting even when I said eight. Okay. But yeah, and then and then you he had, had three, uh, he had three games where he had two sacks, you know. So literally three games was sixty percent. And then what's what's his name? Uh, and then Crosby is, is Crosby the one that had six? Uh, I think so. And it's crazy how Crosby's the one who got the extra bag too. Um, uh, I mean, let's, let's they had a new regime coming there. Yeah, he had eight. So he eight. Had, two, okay, eight so he's the one that had eight. Yeah, because I remember looking at stuff like, man, that ain't that great. That's eighteen. That's, that's eighteen between the two of them. Like, yeah, but well, you know, well, and you know what's crazy for Crosby? He had a two sack game, a three sack game, and another two sack game. So literally three. Who games. are they against? Uh, the Chargers in week eighteen, Denver uh, in week sixteen, and then Jackson in week one. Uh, and, and besides that, there was only what? So he only had sacks in four games. Oh, oh uh, the seventeen uh, games. See, but but what's what's the trend there? All three of them had terrible offensive lines. Could you talk about sure. uh, that? That was a, that was week one in the overtime uh, win. Yeah, over Baltimore last year. See, yeah. and it even took him five quarters to get those two. Five sides. quarters to get that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, they're not good. And then you bring in Chandler Jones, and he Chandler. I mean, like he's old. He's, he's yeah, old. like that's I don't I I think in Gawkway as far as the pressure that you would get out of him, like pressure in the QB, I would rather have that. Yeah, I'm but then I think- mean they needed a corner. They got in. They, I guess Rocky has seen his eye. You know what I mean, hell of a name though. <laughs> and Zeb said, "Is Crosby the gay one?" No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that no, was no, like- that was uh, Matt Mas- 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 or something, I think right? He's is massive with the Buccaneers now. 
Carl Masson? I don't know. Like he was he wasn't really, you know, like if he wasn't gay, like we wouldn't even know his name. Like it's not like he was like a great player or a starter. I mean, he's a rotational guy. Yeah, that's it. Just rotational. And he was he was a defensive player, right? Not a punter. Yeah, he was a defensive player. I think he was a I want to say he was a he was a, a outside linebacker or a yeah. DN. He might have been a tackle. I don't know. I don't really know his, know his name because he was gay. Zeb said the uh, the Raiders should have kept Khalil Mack. I mean, that's new regime coming in, cleaning the house, getting rid of a fat ass contract is what it was. <laughs> Khalil, uh, what's his name? Uh, no, they I mean, didn't want to, They didn't want to pay him the contract, is what it was. I thought he already got paid when they. No. Uh, oh, no. that was like his fourth or fifth year, actually. Yeah, right? and it was his fourth year, I think. So they trade or third. We thought that they were going to get rid of Carr. <laughs> that's how. Oh yeah, it was his fourth year because he was drafted. Hold on, when was he drafted? 2014? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, so it was That's his fourth. Right. Him and Carr uh, got drafted 14, 15, the 16, 17. So it was year five. And and the Raiders weren't going to pick up his – they were, were only going to pick up his fifth-year option. Then And then this, this is when Chucky came in there. The Gruden came in there. His dumbass trades away uh, in Chicago, and they give him the bag. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then they traded him over to the Chargers when the new regime gets over there and get rid of this contract over here. Three sacks in in game one versus the Raiders. He was ready for those motherfuckers. Ready to kill. What what was that? That was uh, that was week one of of 18. Oh, no. When I said when they traded him here. Over oh, to yeah, the Chargers. Yeah, well, yeah, not here. Yeah, I'm in yeah, Vegas now, shit. but trade him over to the Chargers. And then he goes up mm-hmm. against the Raiders. Got to eat fucking car live. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because that's the, it, it ain't even about car why they brought him over there. If you think about it, that's just only like the, the cherry on top. It's oh, like yeah. they really brought him over just because it's like you need guys like this to try to take down Mahomes. You know what <laughs> I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It was just a, right. it was just a nice revenge narrative for Khalil Mack in week yeah, one. Hell yeah. Was. And uh <laughs> And then Zeb said Gruden in all of his emails. And Tino said, I don't want to read those emails so bad. I mean, Gruden's suing the league. Is it is he suing the league or the NFL? Yeah. He's suing one of them. Sooner than later, 800,000 emails will become public domain when, oh, whenever, yeah. they go to, whenever they go to trial for this, which oh, yeah. I doubt. I figure they'll find like an arbitrator. But and, I bet you. Settle. You know what I mean? They'll probably. Because you but know what I think? I bet you, though, because he's like. He's, you know, he's like Nino Brown, you know, in fucking uh, what's he it called? Snitch on everybody. Yeah, he was like, I'm going down. I'm taking a whole bunch of motherfuckers with me, you know, and all that. Like, and you know, I would have shot that fool in his face right when he said that. <laughs> and, and I would have been like, listen, I'm just trying to protect us all. Yeah. He's reckless. You hear what he was saying? <laughs> I mean, they already knew that he was going to be the fall guy, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm reading from I'm the Dave bed. Chappelle and screwed. I just, I just grabbed the nearest object and just wail it, motherfucker, with it. Yeah, and Hugh Jelly subbing up on Prime. Let's get it. Let's smoke it up for our yeah. man Hugh Jelly over there. Oh, let's get it. Hell yeah, bro. So we go, we go live all the time. Um, I can't remember. Was this uh, this is one of your first times? In here, right? I know I've seen you a couple times in here. But Look at this. I got it. Look at this. Look at this. No, this is his first time. There we go. Monday Monday through that. Friday, 1 o'clock p.m. West Coast time, 3 o'clock p.m. East Coast time. We go four, on. Four Eastern. Today. Four Eastern. Four Eastern. Excuse me. I'm smoking a lot of weed. Um, Then 
Uh, we got the Playmaker Show. It re- it's a reoccurring show Wednesdays and or Saturdays, sometimes both. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, we got this show every Tuesday morning, The Wake and Bake, which is now also the wave slash waiver show. And, we're we're um, going to get into waivers um, pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, let's get into oh. it. Hang out with us. <clears throat> let's get into uh, let's get into the running back. Yeah, and what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna chop all these clips, and I'll put like the running backs, wide receivers up, you know, individually, and then uh, you know we we'll do IDP. We'll save that for last though, because uh, you IDP freaks, you know, we got to get you your your fix for the week. And uh, so, how about for these running backs? I mean, we already said Khalil Herbert, Jamal Williams. I mean, those are. If they're available, Jamal, Jamal Williams in priority. Six, yeah, for sure. Because uh, he's getting, I mean, everything that they've been saying about Swift, that he's probably going to be missing three weeks. Well, I mean, two weeks, and then they have the bye week. I mean, Jamal Williams as a two-week, you know, fill-in as your RB2. or Bro, Jamal Williams be crying on the field, bro. Like, they had on the ball. He's running. That is us. That is us. He's crying, bro, <laughs> to the end zone. <laughs> and, uh. Even when Swift, I mean, look at week one. They're giving Jamal Williams the red zone work. Like, not all of it, obviously. Okay, you ready for this? DeAndre Swift in three weeks, 20 touches, 20 totes on the ground, I mean. 20 rush attempts. Am I, am I, am I wrong about this? No. He is super efficient. And then, like, you know, they're damn near split down the middle when it comes to the red zone. To, uh, to actually, not even split down the middle. It's Jamal Williams in favor in the red zone carries. Yeah. And he's had double-digit He's had double digit touches in uh, every single week. So, I mean, that's something we like. He's gotten targets in each of the games. Not a lot, but, I mean, he's got four receptions on the year. You know, at least he's gotten a reception in each game. Just adds to the total. And now with no Swift, if he's really that dude – you know, for these two weeks, he's gonna get more than just one or two targets a game. Yeah, and, and twenty. And, and we, you gotta love those. When it comes to Jared Goffel targets, you know these, these are the guys that benefit because he like he sure. loves going short. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, and then Khalil Herbert. I mean, he just balled out. You know, in general. You know, last week, and we've been saying like he just looks good out there, and that his time is gonna come. Montgomery's still day-to-day, but Herbert's one of those guys. Like, if, if Montgomery's banged up, he's going to start getting into double-digit touches every single game, whether Monty's there or not. I mean, there's a, there's, there's a realm there's a realm of possibility where, like, Monty just don't even get the job back. You know what I mean? Like, Monty becomes that secondary option. I mean, it's stupid because Monty's on his last year's contract, and they could theoretically just use him all the way up till they run him his ass into the dirt. But, man... This is a team too. That's two and one. You know what I mean? They might. Yep. They, I mean, shit. It looks really ugly, but you know what I mean. It's they're two and one, and they're going up against the Giants. They might sneak. They they might be able to sneak this one. They, I mean, they, they might got, be able to sneak this one. They got the Giants, then Minnesota, then Washington. You know, like those next three. Look games. at that. Look at those run defenses. We want Khalil Herbert and or Dave Montgomery, and I would rather it be Herbert because Montgomery just hasn't looked good either in this system. Yeah, so that's a good three-game stretch right there. They get New England, you know, in week seven. That's where maybe some problems start coming, you know, just for the Bears in general for that game. That's three games where if Monty's not 100%, Bears are going to be eating it up on the ground. They they got no wide receivers there. They got no choice but to eat it up on the ground. Yeah. Who else we got to talk about? Well, so 
We already talked about Samaj P. Ryan a little bit earlier, but just for the sake of this segment, let's talk about Samaj P. Ryan on Thursday night. Joe Mixon a little banged up. They already said Joe Mixon's going to play, but he gets targets in every single game. And if Mixon, if they if they well, try to... Here's, really here's dodge the, if I'm the Mixon guy, if I got Sir Joe Mixon a lot, I might, you know, I, I might be inclined to to go after a, a Samaj P. Ryan. You know what I mean? If there's yeah. a Jamal Williams there, I'll still make the judgment call of taking Jamal Williams, right? For but sure, for sure. If I have Sir Joe Mixon, I'm definitely trying to get P. Ryan just because now, and because now this just brings up all the old memories of Joe Mixon being banged up and us, you know, having to deal with this type of shit and P. Ryan being able to be a good filler in his replacement. Now, with that, with all that said, if I get my hands on P. Ryan and I don't have Joe Mixon, you can watch this game. And if Joe Mixon dies, you already beat the waiver. You know what I mean? For sure, and it's I a mean, Thursday night game. It's a, it's a Thursday night game, and then you got to make the move before Mixon. You you got to make the move before Thursday because what if what if Mixon does get hurt? You know, I'm hoping he doesn't. But what if he does? Like you want to already have P Ryan not? Yeah, you beat the waiver exactly. Because Khalil Herbert and Jamal Williams, those are the one and two waiver targets for literally every league. You know, right now at least for running backs. There's not too much when you get past there. So it's P Ryan, you know, maybe Madison, you know, people really think that um, cook isn't going to play or whatever, even though they said he's good to go, he's going to play. But Ma- uh, Madison, he is only rostered in 55% of leagues. Yeah. Redraft leagues. Anyways, when we talk, we're talking redraft always when we do these waiver wire pickups. Yeah. Hit the, hit the dumb and dumber pick them up one time. <laughs> yeah. Pick him up. Pick him up. Yeah. And, I mean, J.D. McKissick, he's someone who, I mean, shit, at least he's flirting with double-digit points, you know, um, two out of the three weeks. I mean, it's low double digits. I mean, he's only rostered in, uh, where is it, only rostered in 26% of leagues. If you don't have the number one or two, you know, waiver wire claims, you're probably not getting Herbert or Jamal Williams if you need a running back. Got to start diving for guys who get like receptions. Yep, Hines is going to get dropped in a bunch of leagues. Yeah, you, uh, you got to pick him up because yep. even though he's not getting a lot of work, he's still getting five. I mean, five or six targets in every single game, no less than four receptions in any of these games. Mm-hmm. But he's just been very middle of the road. Hell yeah. Who else we got here? Um, I mean, if you're like hella deep diving, you know, Zach Moss, but I mean, it's just, you know, it just gets ugly the farther down, you know, that you go. So there, there really is no going farther than those couple guys right there. You might as well uh, just skip on burning a waiver, you know, and even some of these guys, I don't even know if I'm burning a waiver for them other than Jamal Williams or Herbert. Got to just uh, boss up, you know, stay wait, stay up until midnight or 3 o'clock or whatever. I got one. The waiver's clear. I got one, B. I Let's forgot, bro. This is the number three guy, actually. If, like, like if you're talking about a guy that might be able to be a flex guy, but fucking Justice Hill, bro. Okay. Tell, tell yeah. me I'm crazy. I just I remember I was looking at this this morning. I was like, oh, shit, that might be a thing. Well, you're definitely crazy, you know, because like, oh yeah, man, man, my, my bad. <laughs> that's already that's already known. Yeah, you're, you're definitely. <laughs> that was a rhetorical yeah. question. What did he? What did he do? Like, why? I'm trying. I, I, I was. I watched a good amount of that game, and he was just in the mix. He was down there in the in the red zone. I mean, I don't know if this is a product of of JK 
Dobbins is coming back from the injury, still not fully ready. But yeah, he was. I uh, mean, if, if he's the number two guy, it's not Drake or any of these other motherfuckers. You know what I mean? He only had six rush attempts. This was the most that he. It's crazy because when J.K. comes back, that's when he has the most touches. That yeah, he's had like the entire season. Kind of yeah, worked right. out a little weird there. But six rush attempts for sixty yards. I mean, maybe it was just he was the change of pace, and when he was coming on the field, everyone probably just didn't think that the ball was going to him. You know, I don't know. He was out there in the goal line. They gave him a goal line carry. He didn't get it. Yeah. So uh, that, that's if you're <laughs> yeah, put him behind P. Ryan. Yeah, that, that's hell of hell. Maybe of put him behind Craig Reynolds. Actually. Right, exactly. I would pick up Craig Reynolds before him, but yeah. anything happens to JK, I mean, obviously Kenyon Drake is not going to be a thing, you know, over there. I mean, maybe they just, you know, kept him inactive just in case because uh, they didn't want him fucking up. They don't like his, they hate his music. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Nigel throwing in the Antoine Dotson emojis there. <laughs> man love it all right let's see where are we going next well obviously obviously we got to jump over to the wide receivers So let's hop in, talk some wide receiver action. And so, I mean, the the big one who's probably going to be like the number one, like waiver wire, like wide receiver free agent, just because of like how much he boomed was Mac Hollins. I mean, that's Fugazi right there. I mean, (laughs) I still think it's a a deeper league ad. (coughs) I would, um, I like I like Alec Pierce as an ad. Week one, they were giving Alec Pierce had a touchdown. He dropped it. Week two, he has a, he he doesn't do anything. I mean, he has a concussion, so he misses that game. And then they, he was getting targets against and in that Chiefs game. So I like Alec Pierce as a pickup. There's no particular order. Um, Matt Collins, I mean, he's I right. I've seen him flash time and time again like this. But like I said, that, like I said, it's a flash. I've never really seen no consistency out of him. I mean, can we really even trust? So, like, you mean to tell me we should pick up Mac Hollins, the guy who we want to be the third option on the team? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. it was a product of Hunter Renfro not being there, too. You know, Mac Hollins is another big slot. Oh, he's fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not like a crazy route runner like a like a, a Renfro is. But, you know what I mean? I mean, they're, they're basically like the same height. They're both like 6'2". You know what I mean? Yep. So, I, I, that's how I figured the Mac Hollins went. You know what I mean? Yeah, and we won't really put these guys in any order, but I mean Zay Jones, you know, Zay that's Jones probably be the number one. He's gonna be on a lot of people's radars. I yeah. mean, double digit targets, you know. I mean, he keeps looking for him in the in the end zone in the yeah. red zone, and I mean that's one thing that's like really nice, you know, about him. Even though he's only got one touchdown, you know, on the year, came in this Chargers game, you know, ten receptions for eighty five yards. I mean, that's pretty dope. But really, it's like Kirk is is gonna start getting more more. Kirk is good. Defenses. He is. You know he's what's crazy. Solid. Is um in that system the slot receivers that that that, that it's, it's heavily favored whether it's a, t- a, a receiver or even a tight end in there or sometimes even a running back like that's how Doug Peterson's system is you know what I mean and yeah. like all all those motherfuckers get rotated in and out of the slot 
And here's one. And here's one reason why you may want to go pick up Zay Jones, like specifically for the cornerback matchups going down uh, this next week. They're going up against Philly, so I'm assuming that Slay is going to be on Kirk a lot of the time. And you know, guys like Zay Jones, Marvin Jones. I mean, they're just going to get more looks because he's not going to want to go towards Slay. They're not going to force the issue. Yeah, this is a this is like a great revenge game right here. Yeah. They fired Doug Peterson for him keeping Hurts over Wentz. And that was like a Howie Roseman and, and Peterson decision together. You know what I mean? Crazy. Yeah. Right? Then they fired Peterson think, after like, get him out of here. Yeah. Crazy though, right? Like maybe they should. Uh, that, you think they still send him Christmas cards with like, a you know, Hurts' new, uh, I new mean, card of the year or something? Up. I would hope so. I mean, they because they got the. I'm sure they still got the statue of Peterson outside the fucking shit. Because it's like he gave them their first title. Andy Reid couldn't even do that. <laughs> yeah. They had to take one of Andy Reid's last like var- counts. It's like Varsity Blues. That statue still stands, but only because it was too heavy to move. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? I'll put a I'll put a rope around that shit real fast and tie it to the back of the pickup. And uh, Chris, we'll we'll help you out in the uh, we'll help you out in the chat after we get through these uh, these wide receivers. So just hang tight, we got you. Yeah, hell yeah. And um, and uh, Derek saying Romeo Dub, someone who we've been talking about for a while, someone that we said was going to be the guy. You know why we didn't go straight to Romeo Dubs though? Because he was the guy we were telling everyone to grab last week. So it's right. like, and if the ownership says it, then yeah, we'll put his name in there. Uh, he's still only twenty five percent rostered. So yeah, okay, then he should be the number one. Yeah, I don't listen to the footballers anymore, but I doubt they were talking about guys like Romeo Dubs over the last couple weeks. But no. we've been putting them on your radar, you know. For I mean, shit, we put we probably put him on your weight your radar sooner than any fantasy you know show out there because uh, our man francisco who follows the packers like crazy like right away in the otas was already telling us you know how this kid romeo dubs late round pick not christian watson was getting more um they were talking him up a lot more and christian watson just can't stay healthy so like he just doesn't have no chance to even attempt to grab it from romeo now you know what i mean yeah and this is like the quintessential Packers story, right? The 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 non early round receivers who end up blossoming. You know what I mean? For sure. And I mean Devontae Parker, like after he goes out and throws up 156 yards, you know, in the game, I think a, a bunch of people are going to be clamoring to get over there. I mean Jacoby Myers was out, so of course it's like next man up. He hasn't really been doing shit until this game. I mean, I'm just. I'm not going to buy into the Parker, you know, unless we know that Jacoby Myers is going to play again. You know what? I'm okay if I, like, if I can get – oh, is the baby waking up? Shit. I'm okay if I can get Parker because at least we know Brian Hoyer in his history, he just peppers whoever his number one is. Right. Yeah. I'll be right back. Let me grab it. Cool. And uh, let's see. So, yeah, I, I really don't want to mess with Parker. But if uh, Jacoby Myers isn't there and, yeah, Brian Hoyer, see if, if – I mean, if Jacoby's there, he's probably going to be peppering Jacoby. That's the thing that sucks about it. Uh, I mean, deeper league plays. I mean, shit, K.J. Osborne, because who are they going up against this week? Going up against New Orleans, going to be a tough little battle over there. I mean, Justin Jefferson's not going to get taken out of every game, but K.J. Osborne coming up with the big touchdown. 
this week. And I mean, eight targets, you know, that's huge. Are they just going to start, uh, you know, looking to do that? So people are just uh, all the way off on uh, triple teaming Jefferson on like every single play because dude's getting uh, the, the short end of the stick over there, getting double and triple team like damn near every single play. And uh, yeah, Patriot Sports Radio in the house. What up, Chris? He said, uh, Rogers loves Romeo. It's all over the local media. Hell yeah. See, we got uh, we got guys out in Wisconsin giving us the lowdown as well. And yeah, he loves him some Romeo. And, and let me see. Where did uh, Greg also put Greg Dorch in there? I mean, this dude just keeps getting targets. It is fucking awesome. I mean, we said to start him you know, this week over a bunch of uh, random people that we got put in there. I mean, he's every single game he's done better than the game before. Like that's, what's been pretty dope, you know, about it. He, uh, week two, he gets the touchdown this week, 10 targets, nine receptions, 80 yards. When Hopkins comes back, you know, if more comes back, maybe he gets some work taken away from him, but he's been super solid and Kyler looks like he trusts him. So that's one thing that, uh, I'm just going to go with, uh, we got to go with the hot hand approach. And I started him in a bunch of dynasty leagues. Super stoked about that. And let me see. Any other guys we need to put on the radar? Damn, I mean, LaVisca Chenault, like, went out and scored. Um, I mean, it was a really huge-ass one, two for 90 and a touchdown. Like, I mean, the volume's not there. We're not messing with them. Josh Palmer. I mean, if Keenan Allen doesn't come back this next week, um, I mean, he's always going to be someone who you might be able to throw in there. I mean, this past week, six for 99, couldn't crack the 100. <clears throat> but super dope. Either way. But Keenan Allen has to, like, not play for that to be a thing. Let's see. Man, Josh Reynolds like coming out of nowhere. Uh, and really this is two weeks in a row. Cause he got a touchdown last week, Jared Goff, you know, he played with Josh over in, uh, over in LA this past week, 10 targets, six receptions, 96 yards. I mean, if you're in a hella deep league, you know, and um, <laughs> we were in some hella deep leagues. Like he might be someone who's going to be on the radar. Traquan Smith. So, I think he's in, um, he might be in concussion protocol right now, but dude, actually, I mean, he balled out because Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas um, didn't play for a bunch of the game. We have no idea what is going on with uh, Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry. We're probably going to find more out tomorrow. Marvin Jones Jr. finally gets a touchdown, finally cracks double digit points with this matchup that they got going um, with Philly. He is someone that should be on the radar in deeper leagues. Um, Ben Scroenek, if you're like playing in hella deep leagues, I mean, he finally cracked double digit points this week. Someone, I mean, dynasty, you know, things like that, where you're just extra, extra deep leagues. Kendrick Bourne, I, I mean, he's someone, I mean, you gotta, you gotta really be hurting to have to drop that far. But I mean, the injuries over there, and I, I don't know, if Brian, uh, I don't know if Brian Hoyer is really gonna be spreading it around like that either. Yeah, let's see. Anyone else even worth mentioning? I mean, Alec Pierce is getting a little bit more work, you know, over there. Well, I mean, he didn't even play in week two, but I mean, having five targets, you know, finally, 
you know, I mean, for everyone who drafted him in Dynasty, I know that uh, it, that we're definitely wanting him to get more work over there. Yeah, that's probably it. Probably the yeah, that's that's probably it over there that we're even mentioning. Yeah, Sir Bong's a lot in the house at hitting the dab pen at work. Oh, and uh, hold on, hold on. Where is it? Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> Derek said, Rick James, next man up for the Giants. Yeah. Matt said, uh, Greg the Human Dorch. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, we'll answer some questions here, and then we're going to jump into uh, – I don't even know if – I mean, do you guys care about tight ends? I don't even want to talk about tight end uh, streamers. I do – well, I guess we'll do it. We'll still do it. We're not going to talk about it for much, though. Then going to get into some uh, team defense streamers, and then we're going to get into some IDP. We got to cover IDP um, waivers. And Let's see. Queef C, should I trade Justin Jefferson for Jonathan Taylor? My receivers are Juju, Jacoby, Brandon Myers, or Brandon Cooks. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to figure out another way to get JT. I don't want to trade Jefferson away. Even though that is, uh, even though that is, you know, trading him high. Frank said second in waivers this week. I'm torn between Brees Hall, Dorch, or Dubs. I mean, I'll probably get Brees Hall. I would, I would, uh, it'd be Hall, Dubs, and Dorch. That's the way that I would, uh, that's the way that I would do it. Yeah, and Hollywood, hopefully you heard our, our Mac Collins, um, our thoughts on him. I mean, deeper, he's a deeper league play only. It's probably, it's definitely not always going to be like that. I mean, dude's like 29, like he's been in the league for a while. So, you know, we're seeing these flashes just because everyone's putting so much emphasis on uh, on Devonte Adams, so yeah, Matt Collins, more just like a deeper league play, maybe like a dynasty ad, you know, just need some depth in there. But I'm not burning my my a number one waiver on him or anything. Hell no. And uh, Chris said, "Y'all think Damian Pierce is a fantasy starter moving forward? At least a flex, yeah." Yep, I think he's a I think he's a low in RB two with some with, with some really high upside. Yeah. When I say really high is because, you know, they, when it comes to, what's his name? Lovey Smith, bro. You just want to play defense and run the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now let's see here. Marco said, good evening. Oh, where are you? Uh, where are you hitting us up from, Marco? He said, good evening. I like it. I've <coughs> got people all over the He's world. hitting us up from the future. Yeah. <laughs> Should I keep Tolbert or Nico Collins for Dynasty? I'm saying Nico. If you have to drop one of them, I, I want to keep both. But mm. yeah, I'd probably I probably keep Nico. More upside. Seems like Tolbert might take a little bit to get going. Well, it's also it's told, like you know when you bring Gallup back and you have Noah Brown, who's like who's who, who's the thing? Even you know what I mean like. Yep. Yes. It's gonna be tough for the kid. He barely got his first action. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, 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 and it didn't look good. He dropped, he dropped the ball also. Yeah. Figuratively and literally. And then and then you have uh Nico, like I mean, at least like Nico's a guy who's like you know six foot something and he's got red zone targets already. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, he's and he's like number two on the offense. And versus Dar- Nico being four. Yep. And uh, and Darren said uh trade DJ Moore and Zeke for Diggs. I'd fuck yeah, I'd do that. <laughs> In a heartbeat. Yeah, if someone if someone sent you that, smash accept like right now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, shout out to everyone watching. Um, we're we're getting clips, you know, that I'm gonna be able to uh, to release for uh for the okay, you hear how crazy stuff, so. well, Tell me if this is crazy. In 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 fourteen, someone the, the Jamar Chase and wanted me wanted me to give them Najee and Brees Hall, and when I rejected, I go, oh no. I realized, like, I should have fucking smashed that. It happens. I don't there, care if, like, my running backs would then now be, like, Khalil Herbert and Cam Akers, and then I got to wait for Brian Robinson to come back. It's like, because that's Chase for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Derek, Derek said Gelato Trees, a.k.a. Jelani Woods. <laughs> <laughs> they got Bobby Trees and Gelato Trees over there. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You know those guys hang out. And Bobby Tree showed up too, man. People done dropped him too. People done dropped him, so he was too he was he was rostered in too many uh too many leagues for us to mention. Oh okay. I mean he didn't get dropped in the I should say. No, yeah. Let me see. What uh how many Yeah, let's see. He's uh actually uh He's only 61% rostered. See? He, he was like in the 70s last week, so he got massively dropped wow. in a bunch of leagues. I mean, shit, I, I'm pretty sure. No, I didn't have him in any redraft, but I know that I benched him in every dynasty that I have him in. Hit the, hit the pick him up drop for, for Bobby Tree. Pick him up! Get him. But you know it's, I mean? it's, it's still going to be ugly, though. I mean, it was, you know, four receptions for 85 yards, you know, not, not lighting the world on fire. I'm just saying. Nine targets. I, that's the thing that we like the most is the nine targets. That's the type of dude I'm like, I'll start Damian Pierce over Robert Woods. Like, you know All what right. I mean? I'll start yeah, Damian Pierce sure. over like, um, damn. See, i probably start Damian Pierce over Allen Robinson right now. And uh, Marco said, should have said half PPR in <coughs> Dynasty, unfortunately, not from the from the future, just from Germany. <laughs> That's cool, though. Hey, shout we, out we, to Marco. Yeah, shout out to Marco in Germany. Bro, and you are from the future. Hard, it's, only, uh, it's only 9.55 a.m. over here right now. <laughs> and uh, Nick said, what do you think about uh, Devonta Smith for JK? I get JK. Fuck no. I want Smith if I... <laughs> I'd be trying to offer you JK to get Devonta yeah. Swift. That's a sweet deal. Don't do like, that. Let me get Swift. Here's JK. <laughs> no, Smith. Yeah, Devonta Smith. Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. I knew I knew who you were talking about. Yeah, I'm doing that. You mean a slim reaper. And Nigel, good looking on the highlighted chat, bro. He said, How y'all feeling? Uh, on the uh, New York Jets offense with Wilson coming back, who benefits and who declines. So I feel like I need to smoke a bowl. Yeah, uh, we've already talked about this. Like, we just really wish that Zach Wilson wasn't coming back because Flacco's at least throwing the shit out of the ball, and we know that uh, he's going to move it around. 
Zach Wilson may go into hyper-targeting Elijah Moore. So I think Elijah Moore is the biggest beneficiary. I think the running backs um, take a huge hit. And Corey Davis probably going in the toilet now. And Garrett Wilson, I, I, I think he takes a hit also. Because Garrett Wilson was like the number two for Joe Flacco. And I think he might be the number two for Zach Wilson. But Zach Wilson was like, he was peppering um, – you know, more like crazy last year when they got on that crazy little like three or four week stretch before more got hurt. Huge. So Damn. Is that, I just felt like it was a little too much or maybe I could have asked for more so I rejected it. Ta. What was it again? It was the League 14, Superflex Dynasty, all that. You just for I know I know you know, but I'm just adding context. And uh, bringing over Jamar, I was going to bring over Jamar Chase and send Najee and Brees. I mean, that is a lot, but I it mean, is a lot. But like you know, like you love Chase, love Chase. It's probably the only time anyone will fucking offer Chase right now. Like, there's a good chance he goes out and has the best bounce back this Thursday. But then also if I wait, I might be saying he has a shitty game again. Because I think Higgins really hurts Chase a lot. You know what I mean? We said it before, and uh, I'll reiterate it. Higgins was the value of the two. And everyone uh, acted like Higgins didn't really do shit last year, I guess, because Chase did so much. (laughs) But Higgins is a legit dude. Yep, and I, and then I want to reiterate what I said as well. Like I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, if, if if Higgins is the dude, I'm going to be the guy getting all the chase after the first couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah, Chase is a good buy low mm-hmm. candidate right now. That's for sure. I'm. I, mm-hmm. I mean, just like Jefferson, you know, they both have one huge like blow up game and then two duds. You know, back to back. People are hating on it right now. I need to get all the Jefferson and Chase somehow. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> now, here we go. Let's get into these tight ends. The biggest wasteland position of them all. The position we really don't want to talk about more often than not. But we're going to touch on it real quick for the waiver wire guys. Kelsey and Andrews. uh, First off, you never trade those guys. Just for any of you guys watching this. I I see too many trades where people are asking me, do I trade away Andrews, Kelsey? No, you don't. Because they're always going to be at the top. You trade for those guys. Yep. Now. The big name on the week is obviously going to be in Joku. Like, that's for sure. Like, with his nine for 89 and a touchdown. I mean, how this is going to be his best game of the season. Like, I don't think any other game he has even going to come close to this. Um, I think he he's the number two uh, leader of, of receptions on a run first team. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a tight end, so I'm willing to throw that guy in my lineup. Because if I'm looking at David and Joku, that means like I have a, sh- a shitty tight end. You know what I mean? And Darren said, "No, don't do it. I got fleeced by the hustler. <laughs> a trade that took us like this is like two years ago too. A trade that took us <laughs> he's like- still talking about that same trade. <laughs> oh, trade. I mean, my, my team sucks in that league, anyways. Like I'm not, I'm not even competing. I'm trying to make moves to like build up this winner. But yeah, it's uh, it was probably the karma on me. Who knows." But you only had, a, I think he only had like Aaron Rodgers or something as a QB in a super flex league. Mm, yeah, that's right. And then he traded for, uh, you, you got Kelsey above him. 
Yeah, this was like a five week trade. It took like so for like long da- for like Derek Carr though, right? No, it wasn't Derek Carr. Uh, it was, someone, okay. it was someone else because I I I think I only have Derek Carr and Mahomes in that league. Uh, I traded okay. away my third QB, whoever it was. I'm sure Darren remembers who was it. And uh, oh, it was golf. That's who it was. Well, it's paying dividends now. I mean, in 2020 and 2021, not too much, but definitely looking good now. <laughs> Sent him golf. <laughs> and uh, there was other pieces in that trade, like oh, it was Jalen Rager. That that was when he was a rookie, and uh, <laughs> just trash. But they traded me Micah Kaiser as well, who turned into trash. So it was like we traded one offensive piece, and uh, I got a trash IDP guy, and he got a trash wide receiver. Nice. Back to the trash tight ends. Okay, Conklin. I've been talking about Conklin, how he just seems like a super safe guy to play. I mean, double-digit points in every single week. What sucks is that it's Zach Wilson now coming back. And, like, Joe Flacco, he was peppering the tight end. I mean, he didn't have any less than seven targets in any of these three games. Joe Flacco was throwing the ball 50-plus times. I'm like – so everybody was getting like six, seven targets, right? You get a bunch of targets. You get a bunch yeah, of targets. Right. You get a bunch of targets. I wonder if like Zach Wilson, what do you think is realistic? He's like, say the game scripts continue to be negative like this. What do you think he throws the ball like 40 times? Uh, yeah, I, I bet it does still end up being 40, 50 times, but it's probably going to be less. Uh, I mean, because of him tucking it and running it, like that's what's going to like make it less for him. Hopefully he don't run after he keep getting them all the knee injuries. You know what I mean? Yeah, just that—that's where he should be fucking, you know, checking it down. You know, instead yeah. of just tucking it and running it, why wouldn't you just want to put the ball in Brees Hall's hands or Michael Carter? I mean, I know he—he's not the most Who accurate. The Jets got this week. The Jets got Pittsburgh this week. <laughs> See, so this is actually a this is actually a poor matchup against the tight end, according to the numbers in two weeks. You know what I mean? Right. Or three weeks, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Jelani Woods, I mean, he's definitely going to be someone who, uh, you know, goes and gets picked up. People are going to be all over him. Two receptions for 13 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, you know, there's not going to be a lot of volume to end. I mean, last week everybody was talking about get grandson or Ganson or Ganson, whatever his name is. Yeah, Granson. Yeah, get the grand. And then, then, you know what I'm saying? Like, they both had, like, the same amount of, like, work outside of the touchdown catches, you know what I mean? An Axel Cushion, uh, good looking on the super chat, bro. And then Nigel, good looking on the highlighted message. We're gonna answer those in like just give like give me like two, three minutes so we can just knock out some of these tight end uh, waiver wires, and then I got you right after that. Uh, and then we got your boy Will Disley. Uh oh, Will Disley. Will Disley. Three receptions, you know I mean? 34 yards and a touchdown. I mean, that's a lot of trash over there in Seattle. The second and, uh, tug on the year. Yep. Second so double I mean, digit like, game of the year. If if they actually manage to get down there in the red zone, there's gonna be so much attention on DK and Lockett that he's just been, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cole Komet's been massively dropped, you know, because now he's under 50%, 44. I'm saying don't buy into it. I mean, he had two receptions for uh for 40 yards. Oh it's- no, look out now. <laughs> it's just so ugly at three targets in the game like that's literally it it's ugly don't fall for it don't fall for the jeff swames of the world you know three receptions 19 yards and a tug 
I mean, yeah, like, I'd rather, uh, <clears throat> shit, I'd rather have Daniel Bellinger. <laughs> hey, listen, he's about to be one of the only guys there that got for real. You know what's crazy is Tyler Higby being a thing over there now. And I mean, because yeah. in the tight end world, if you're averaging 10 points a game and you're just like a low end streaming tight end, I mean, that's really good. And he is averaging over 10 points a game. He's had two, he's 10 points. like double games. digit targets, right? Well, no, that was just the first one. That was just week one. He had 11 targets. He's, he's actually decreased in targets every week. 11 week one, nine week two, and then four in uh, in week three. Uh, but 61 yards, you know, in this past week, 71. The week before, 39 in week one. If you're getting over 40 yards on a consistent basis, like that's someone who's always going to be flirting with tight end one status because – most most of these wide, I mean, most of these tight ends, I mean, shit. I mean, after the first four, after the first four, we got Jelani Woods, 13 yards. You know, this is like week three, you know, guys. Uh, Kyle Pitts, I mean, he did have 87 yards, but still. Um, I mean, Evan Ingram was the guy we said to pick up last week. He's the guy that's at the top of the list if he's still available. <laughs> yeah, because it was a really bad matchup versus the Chargers. So if yeah. he is available, this is uh, going to be a better game for him. And no, no, every no. room, he had a touchdown. There was a flag on it, though. Then he, yep. threw, then, then he threw it to Zay Jones and scored. Yep. Uh, Cameron Brait, if they if they just – I mean, they, I know they had no one there, so it was kind of the low-hanging fruit for, like, week three, you know, with them literally having no one. Six targets, five receptions, 52 yards. Who knows if Chris Godwin comes back? Who knows if Julio comes back, even though they said Julio is probably coming back. But if you're deep diving amongst the trash – you know, Cameron Brait, not too bad. And they're going up against Kansas City in week four. So and that game, that game might be flexed too. Yeah. There's a hurricane going on right now. So it's like Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, a whole bunch of shit going on in Florida right I now. I mean, there's a hurricane going on in like in Toronto. Damn. I can't remember the hurricane's name. You know how they be naming these motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, why you want to put a name on it and a personality and shit? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Big Bob Tunyon, you know, I mean, he's not rostered in, uh, in in more. He's 29% rostered. How about that? Just someone, if you're, like, hella desperate, I mean, they're going up against, uh, who are they going up against this week? New England, who's been giving up a little bit of points to tight end, not too much, but middle Where, of the How come, where's Daniel Bellinger on your list? Shit. I mean, I don't want Daniel Bellinger. <laughs> like, I'm avoiding him. <laughs> I was gonna say it again. We're Daniel Bellinger, whatever your name is. I uh, don't hate on my boy Daniel B. I mean, he didn't do shit yesterday. I mean, he got eight points. He got forty yards. You know, come but... on. You just said if you're getting forty yards, you can be I said if you're averaging forty yards, and right, week listen, one he gets well, nothing. What does he got on the year? Week one, he gets nothing. Last week, he got 16 yards. This week, he got And 40. the tug. Hold on. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, that's the only – yeah, he got the touchdown, the one big greasy touchdown. Come on. <laughs> Daniel Bellinger is a fucking bum. We're not going for it. We're not hey, doing hey, it. Hold Daniel on, hold on, hold on. Him because he's, they got the same name, man. Hold on, hold on. Daniel Bellinger. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. <laughs> I want people that want to win. <coughs> and Daniel Bellinger got to get that one all the way up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Oh man, yeah, can't do it. Can't win with them. Can't do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh to Axel Cushion throwing in the super chat. What up, homie? JT Keenan TB12 4 CMC Terry McLaurin Josh Jacobs. Who wins the trade? Wait, so he's going is it a single? I'm I'm assuming single QB, maybe? Yeah, and he says I have Stafford as a QB. I'd be getting TB12. Okay. Uh, I do uh, like the getting JT, you know, part of that. But, like, CMC and Jacobs, I mean, they're kind of worth more than JT in my eyes. And, like, McLaurin and Keenan. I mean, this this one's kind of tough. I mean, I think I would. He's going to bring. So he's bringing over. Which one? Which side is he bringing over? My bad. Bringing over JT Keenan and TB12. I'll do it. Trading away CMC, Terry McLaurin, and Jacobs. Yeah. CMC is on a terrible offense. But thing, I mean, he already has Stafford. I mean, right now, like, what's the point of I mean, like? Get, get, I mean, he doesn't need. To, I mean, maybe that's for depth issues. I guess I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I but, maybe it's the league where like. You know, some of these homies, motherfuckers, will hold two and three QBs for real. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, yeah, if if CMC and Terry McLaurin or Josh Jacobs are three starters, you know, for them, and you're just bringing back JT and Keenan, which we don't even know if Keenan is. We don't know when Keenan's coming back. Yeah, he's paying up to get JT. I and mean, the CM, here's the thing is like the CMC thing is the one where it's like, I, it should be like CMC. McLaurin bring back JT Keenan plus something. And actual Cushion said there's nothing on the wire. I mean, it, after week three, yeah, he said they'd be holding three QBs. I mean, that's the thing though. Like, I mean, when Stafford's bye week, let me see when Stafford's bye week is because, like, in, until that, you really only, I, I mean, I, I would rather, I would much bye week, have week seven. That means you got his bye week's week seven. That means you got three weeks to work a trade to get any QB or just, I mean, shit. What if Kenny Pickett is uh, is starting by that time? And yeah, I don't want anything. I don't want anything to do with CMC or Jacobs. I'm okay. I'll, I'll be okay if I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Like I, I know, I know on a, on a week to week basis, those guys combine to get more than, than Taylor. You know what I mean? I think it's okay. like, I don't think those guys are winning me a week. Cause you Taylor know, what, cause you know what the Taylor manager is thinking. I don't want this headache anymore. He's only had one good mm-hmm. game, and I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to get that motherfucker up off him. Yeah, but I mean that. I guess that's what it is. I'm trying to get him off him too. But right now is the time where you get him for the low ish, not overpay. But and and here's my thing: is I think like the more and more we see that that sucks with CMC and Jacobs, especially Jacobs. They don't. They don't become. They don't become something that a JT. But Jacob will just had a good game though. He's all right, bro. He had a better game than CMC and JT. Get see, there. It is. That's my selling point. That's my selling point right there. That's what I'm saying. Like, but why? I'm getting JT. Give me Jake. He should be to, to take the CMC out right for something else. Okay, I'll yeah, that's the selling point. Else it's the selling point to sell Jacobs higher, not have him as a third piece. On a throw, yeah. I'm taking out, I'm taking CMC out, and I'm adding something else. There you go. See that that's you know a man? different story. 
Yeah. But I'm okay moving Jacobs. It's moving CMC and Jacobs right there. Running backs don't grow on trees either. Hell no. Running backs will, uh, I mean, I guess they'll probably be easy. Running backs, I guess, will be easier to acquire if everyone is, you know, hoarding all the QBs. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd say hold. I'd say hold. I'd say rework that trade. Send a counter. And Nigel said he has Brady, wants a backup QB. I have JJ, CD, Keenan Allen, but my RBs are Javante and Hall trying to upgrade an RB2. I'll stream a QB until Dak comes back for me. Uh, let me see. What was it? Uh, I gave oh, up Wentz, DJ Moore, and Singletary for Kareem Hunt. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. Because, I mean, who's Kareem Hunt? Kareem you Hunt know, sucks um, right now. So it's like, you don't pay You Like, I wouldn't have even swapped DJ Moore straight up for Kareem Hunt right now. I wouldn't even have done that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's too, it's too much. And seeing Axel Kutian said, I guess I failed to mention I probably would never start Jacobs. I have Aaron Jones and Javante. But here's oh, the yeah, thing. Man, no, 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 no. Because Bogey's going to be all about this because I know Bogey doesn't value players the way that I do. Because it's not what the player is worth to you. It's what the player is worth. Yeah, but to see, that don't, but see, but here's the thing. Here's why I like to act fast because nine out of ten fantasy managers, what the first thing they're gonna do is when they get to, to thinking about it, they start calling people that they trust their opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when they start asking, most of the time they're calling people like you. That's all. No, you shouldn't do that. No, you said most. Yeah. They are not calling a person like me more often than not. Yeah. Well, okay, but. <laughs> you, you you're the type of person that would be like well you could probably get more out of it see i'm the type of person i'm like i'm trying to beat the value before the shit plummets you know i, I mean? think that you're wrong about uh, being a lot of people like me i think more people are like you where they're quick to make these emotional moves mm. versus- i don't i don't use the emotion in it well yeah, oh yeah you do if you want to get no, them out of your- <laughs> not in this not in this case I'm talking about. I'm talking about if I'm gonna move on from something, it's I'm trying to move on before the value drops. You know what I mean? So yep. I'm gonna sell that for what I. Hey, if CMC next week and Jacobs, they don't do shit. He'll never. He'll never get Jake. He'll never get JT like that. Here, here's where you just gotta switch your thinking, execution. He's wasted bench points, in my opinion. If what if he was started against you last week? What if he started against you next week? You know, better on my bench than on someone else's starting roster until someone's ready to pay for it. I get top. I'd rather be top heavy than not heavy. Let's go. How does trading CMC make you top heavy? I yeah, you're getting JT. I remember trading CMC last year and I won the title. I remember trading for him and I lost him. And I still had to do so much to get the title. Maybe maybe that has something to do with what I'm saying. You know, I am emotional with my trades. Fuck yeah. But don't never put say I'm nine out of ten people. Step I one. Said, I would say people would call someone like you because they're sensible. No, you know what I mean, but there's not too many. Now, people like you got you got mad. You thought I was calling you common. <laughs> no, it's I'm funny. telling you, I'm emotional now. No, don't call me common. There we go. I'm not calling you common. I'm just calling you. <laughs> no, emotional. fuck the common people. First, You're right. First, I, I apologize for comparing you the to them. First also. step. The first step. To admitting your fantasy trade, I will flip trade. the fuck out of CMC and Jacobs for JT right now. But see, that wasn't the he whole has trade. Aaron Jones, he just gave me all the more reason to do it. He has hella depth at the position. Two running backs, 
two running backs is not hella depth. Let's be real. Come on. That's not hella depth. Bruh, I'm, I'm, that's hella depth. Look, he's not even starting. He, he probably can only start two or something. How is he not starting Jacobs right there? Cause he didn't, cause he didn't hit us up for a start sick question. Yeah, no, he had. I would have told nobody to start Jacobs anyway. I hate him. <laughs> I said I hate him. I remember I said start Jamal Williams over Jacobs, which I was right, but that was literally like you know one of the just the moves I was saying specifically. But that's all I'm saying. Like it's what it's worth to the other person, not what it's worth to you. Got to think value. And I wouldn't throw CMC in that trade. Hey, you know, you know what's funny though? It's like that's a whole nother mission. It sounds easier to say that. That's a whole nother mission. Like, you better know what this fool likes about a certain player. You know what I mean? That's why I But think here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. First step to admitting your fantasy trade addiction is admitting that you have a problem. It is admitting that you trade with emotion. Most people just like to trade because they're bored. What are you, a therapist now? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> now he's a therapist. <laughs> hey, when now I saw you in Titans trade yesterday... All I all I thought of was the crackhead from the Dave Chappelle shit. And I yeah, but that ain't me. That ain't me. I, I know an opportunity to win. Did did I fighting. not win that trade <laughs> on paper? <laughs> yeah. First of all, I never say I win trades because you never know how things are going to translate. Yeah, and I and yeah. The Titans just he you know he's he's making mm -hmm. things make and his, you keep uh, putting me in that conversation. Make it tougher. You keep putting me in that conversation. <laughs> I routinely do this. And see an actual, and, and they're all they're all faceless and nameless to me. See, here you go. Mm -hmm. Actual, actual Cushion said, "I'm zero and three. Something needed to change. I feel it. I feel it. But you know that that's an emotional trade. You should rework it somehow. I'm not saying don't get JT, but I'm just saying it should be reworked. It's it's way too even. Like that when when you just cut and dry it." And you're getting an extra QB that's literally a bench player. What's Brady gonna be? Literally your same logic. Wasted points on your bench. Same exact logic. You're, uh, you know, same thing. I you can't ask for more then. Ask uh, for more. Yeah, there you go. Shit. Terry just balled the fuck out in literally the worst wide receiver cornerback matchup. Fucking. He, in I think. League. I think. See, that's what kills me about that. I don't, I'm not putting, I think the two for the JT already works. Two for JT and Brady already works. Those two running backs for JT would work. Yeah. Like that's, that, that's what the McLaurin one kills me. That's the part I'm not doing. It's too much window dressing on there. Yeah. Like, I mean, McLaurin, have to, you, McLaurin and Jacob send that. And send uh, that for JT straight up. Fuck the QB. Yeah. You know what I mean? And see, and, uh, and and said, how would you do this? The JTCEH Lazard and TB12 for that. Uh, JTCEH Lazard and TB12 for that package. I mean, getting Lazard is all right, but why do you want to trade all those guys away? Like all those, well, not CMC. I mean, he's still middle I would of the road. I'm taking the more volatile guys and getting rid of them. CEH, uh, Lazard. I'll no, 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 no. No, those are, that's who he'd be bringing back is CEH, Lazard, TB12. Nah, why are we doing all that? Now you're yeah. getting off. The, you're, you're taking eyes off the prize. You need the JT, and, and, or just don't even do the trade at all. Like to, like Hustler said to begin with, there's no reason. Like, yeah, get, get the window dressing to, out of I'm there. I'm trying to do trades to get top heavy. 
get get the I window mean, dressing out of there figure out what he wants for jt like that that's really it like all the window yeah. dressing is making it too even and it's tipping the scales versus uh yeah jt's in there but make it only for jt like fuck all the fuck the other players tb12 doesn't help you you know like that's like unless you think stafford's going down you still got three weeks before you need a qb to uh to be in stafford spot and iconic thug what up? Good looking on the super chat. <laughs> he said, full PPR. Do you take this trade? Wants Sutton and Robinson, which Robinson, throw it in the uh throw yeah, it in the chat, which Robinson we're talking about. We got a lot of Robinsons. Several Robinsons. Yep, and uh for Joe Mixon or Swift and Gabe Davis and Higby. So yeah, throw it in yeah. what uh throw in what Robinson you're talking about. And Axel Fusion said, glad I could cause a debate. I mean, these trades are always going to be, me and Bogey don't see eye to eye on a lot of trades. So, I mean, you're always going to get two schools of thought when it comes to a lot of because, trades. Because, well, but here's the thing, though. Proof is in the pudding. We both win in, in our way, in our own ways. But, but see, here's my thing, though. It's like, you're always trying to tell me my ways of doing things is not the definitive way. I, I don't, every, however you get to winning, do that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, no. See, I am emotional. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't. I don't like the way that you. I don't like the. I don't I'm like. Pretty calculated. I'm calculated I, in the mother. I don't like the way that you worded that because I don't think I've ever said it in those exact words. You say I, it like that every time. No, no, no. Here's what you're, I say. like. You every time like you, you act like it's a fluke. Like, no, oh well. No, did no. You no, have no. to do that. No, I say you trade so much. I had to do if the result was winning. I said sometimes. If the result was winning. No, I said sometimes you trade so much it forces you to trade more because you got to fix problems that you created with some of these trades. See, but here's the thing, it. though. It's not problems I've created. It's things that I have to deal with, like injuries. What, like, How am I supposed to know if I draft, if I trade for something and get injured? doesn't mean I'm dead. I, I got to make moves. That's exactly yeah. what happened. I won the title and beat you in that championship. And that, and that happened to me in that one league. Yeah. All the other leagues I make trades massively improve. That was the one league I had to keep trading. I made seven trades in that league, the TFL, just to keep, to not lose. You know what I mean? And matter of fact, I won to the title and beat you for it. It was such bullshit too because and the you main made reason- zero trades. Uh, yeah, I so uh, under your logic, nobody was working with me. You would always say that to me. No one, was, like, no one was working with me on trades because it was either they had to win the trade outright or there was no trade at all. No one was giving me any. You know, there was no. There was no back and forth offers where it was like See, super even. That, that, that's why Yahoo sucks too, because you can't really talk, get personal and talk to somebody. Exactly. You know what I do on Yahoo? I just bombard everybody with trade offers. I, and and in the moment someone counters me, I'm all, oh, we're in there. That's really all it is, bro. Is how persistent this motherfuckers will, or how annoying are they willing to be? I'll be annoying all day. See, when I encounter someone like Titans, who's just, who's like even worse than me, I'm like, oh, it's on. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll go back and forth with someone for six hours for six weeks. You, you know, know what was I mean? the most bullshit about that league? Because my team was stacked. My team was dope, except for my super flex spot. I went away from the shit that I always preach, making sure that you have a, a good uh, QB2 as a super flex. I went for two guys that we said were going to be like they were our favorite QB3s. And I went for Baker Mayfield and Barnett. And that fucked me all together. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, this is from the 2020 year. The, uh, the 2021 year. Yeah, this is last year. That's what I'm saying in the championship where I lost to you. It's because my super flex oh, yeah. literally <laughs> lost it for me. 
super flex spot lost okay. it for me and uh so an iconic thug threw it in he said it's uh it's james robinson so sutton and james robinson for mixon or swift and gabe davis i knew you're awake baby man i really want i really want to get joe mixon but man robinson is looking so good right now yeah robinson i mean you know what's crazy though it's it's, it's very efficient though too that's you know what i mean like it's it's still yeah, i got you son still <laughs> unlimited shit, you know what i mean Let's see what he. Uh, let's see what it was last week. I mean, he had 17 attempts for 100 yards last. Uh, let's last week, 23 attempts for 64 yards the week before. 11 attempts in week one, and two receptions in week two. Three receptions in week three. I yeah, mean, it's, it's the last two games. In the last two games, had over 20 touches in each game. Oh, okay, then I retract my statement. Why the fuck were we ever, were we ever think about trading with Robinson? Yeah, I mean, only if you think it's not gonna last, this is a bad. This is a bad matchup, uh, you know, going up against Philly. But I really think that you know these defenses are keying in on Travis Etienne, you know, and James Robinson's coming in as the change of pace guy, you know, to a certain extent, and he's doing his thing. Yeah, this is gonna be. Um, I think I think I'm gonna have a, a more solid opinion. On on uh on this Jacksonville offense after this Philly game, man, we're talking literally every single game that ETN had way less touches than. I mean, uh, I mean he had the most touches he had in his last game though, but it was, it was weird. It was like still only sixteen touches though. Yeah, but that was that the first time he got double digit touches. No, in week two he did get double digits. He got uh, nine nine carries and three receptions. Mm-hmm. My son, he, hey, my son, my son's a fool. He he keeps every time. He's like, oh, daddy, uh, can you open this? There's candy in it, or daddy, can you, uh, I can't open this thing, so I have to get you. Oh, you got me, son. There it is. Every time. <laughs> Yesterday, maybe do that shit like eight times in a row, like that. <laughs> so uh, yeah i would say hold on this i mean yeah joe i mean because swift i mean swift is going to be missing at least three weeks uh, well at least uh, and we think that he's going to be missing like three weeks you know because of uh because of what's it called his shoulder injury they already said there's a good chance he's going to miss that i'm gonna say hold on this trade you said that too right um i don't even remember what the trade was bro like, yeah, like there's like all these different options, and then we found it was the Robinson. Yeah, I'm not moving Robinson. Yeah, let's just hold on that. I was still trying R- to get mixing somehow, though. And RG Rip said that LOL, am I watching a debate match? <laughs> no, it's two schools of thought that are, are never gonna agree on the on the trend. And see, because I'm always gonna have listen, proofs in the pudding. That's that's all I'm saying, bro. And yeah. I'll never, I'll never say nobody else's methods is incorrect. Because as long as you meet a motherfucker in the winner's circle, and, and don't matter how you got there, you know what I mean. All I'm saying is that that's what I would do. I like playing everything like it's the stock market, you know what I mean. And I'm trying to flip. I see everything like the dumb game. That's why I'm like emotions. I mean, you know what money is emotions. Nobody should never play with my fucking emotions. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, literally, like the, uh, I mean, we just said it, like uh, in this league that we were talking about last year, we both mean the championship. Bogey beats me. 
He makes a million trades. I make zero trades. See, and here's the thing, though. So, so you word it like this. You say, I make a trade to fuck myself up. I no, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You traded Najee for CMC. CMC. Was hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, stop, stop, stop. Because everyone, died very me. first trade that he made was trading Najee away to bring CMC. And one hold of on, my big rules, I don't trade Najee, running back to running back like that. It was Najee and Calvin Ridley for CMC. Najee, Calvin Ridley, Kenneth Gainwell for CMC and uh, Allen Robinson. That did not work out for either of us, except for him with Najee. Oh, and yeah, it worked out for Najee in the playoffs. And on, let me, let me, I'll, I'll be right back. This okay. guy's, I need to see what he's talking about. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about that more. We're going to talk about that more real soon. Let's get back into the uh, into the waiver wire. <laughs> RG Rip said, round two, here we go. <laughs> and uh, <coughs> And Bogey got me, though. My super flex fucking killed me. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was dumb. It was so dumb, so dumb. Hold on. All right. Let's jump over. Let me see. Hold on. I make this timestamp. Let's jump over to the team defense now. Some team defense waiver wire ads for week four. We're talking 60% rostered or under. And how about Pittsburgh? You know, didn't really do the best the last two weeks. But going up against those goddamn Jets in week four. And, yeah, I mean, the Bengals. Let me see. What did the Bengals do this past week? I'm going just off of, like, default, you know, stuff. And, yeah, they had a game against the Jets, obviously. I know they had – a lot of, I mean, there was just a lot going on, and they shut them down. So, yeah, Pittsburgh only rostered in 58% of leagues after probably getting massively uh, dropped in there. And uh, let's see here. Philly versus Jacksonville might not be the best play against Jacksonville, but Eagles, I mean, they did put up double-digit points in the last two weeks. They went up against Minnesota, and they went up against Washington. I mean, those are two teams that usually you don't want to stream your defense against necessarily. They did solid. I I will say I'm a little nervous because Jacksonville has been looking pretty dope. Trevor is clicking over there. And they just whooped on the Chargers. Niner MMA said, yeah, Chargers D was awful. RG rips. Chargers D fudged me this past week. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, it was an ugly matchup. Jacksonville, they're just going to be a trap team for these team defenses. So even though, um, you know, I'm going to say the Eagles should be on your radar because they're only 58% rostered. I say we got to be a little careful going up against the Jags this week. All right. And Anthony in the house. What up, bro? Okay. Uh, now I really like to play, you know, I, I really like to play good defenses, you know, even if it's like so, so matchups versus like whatever defenses in like a really good matchup, but we got two really good matchups here with two. So, so defenses and we got the giants going up against the bears. I mean, this is uh, you know, this is garbage time. You know, this this is garbage time. You really have nobody, you know, to use, and you got to pivot. And then Detroit, um, you know, have, they've been giving up a bunch of points. I mean, a bunch of yards. I mean, a bunch of everything. But they're going up against Seattle this week. And I think Jeff Okuda shuts down DK Metcalf. And you could do a lot worse 
then Detroit this week. And then how about Arizona, who's really been, I mean, they've really been whatever, but you're going up against Carolina this week. They are going to Carolina, but Carolina has been so ass. I mean, I, I would say take a chance on it. Take a chance on it. Um, Indy, there's another team. I mean, massively dropped, you know, because they're going up against KC. Going up against Tennessee. This is going to be a real ugly divisional battle here. So, I mean, if you're deep, deep, deep diving, you know, Indy, we had high hopes for them in the beginning, but man, they've just been, they've just been trash, you know, um, lately, but it's the matchup. It's a decent matchup. And then uh, Cleveland, decent matchup going up against Atlanta. I mean, last week versus Pittsburgh, they throw up double digit points. You know, where sometimes we got to play these so-so defenses in the decent matchups. So there, there's a handful, you know, for you. I mean, Pittsburgh, they'd be my number one. I mean, they're only rostered in 58% of leagues. So maybe they're available. You know, they're, they're my number one for sure. I'd say Eagles would be my my number two, even though it's not that good of a matchup. But they have a really good defense at least. And then we're getting amongst the trash. The Giants. Detroit. Arizona. Uh, Colts. And the Browns. Those are some other ones that I'll put on your radar for the for the team defense for week four hopefully you just have a good defense you know and uh, and you're rocking with it because uh, teams like the rams you know people might be really nervous about them going up against the 49ers uh jimmy De- jimmy g doesn't uh, create a lot of turnovers necessarily but you're rocking with teams like that teams like the chargers if you have them i mean they're 85 percent rostered they're going up against Houston. It's a really good matchup. So, you know, you're just going to play the Chargers. We're not going to bail on them to go pick up the Giants or Detroit or Arizona. You know, I'd rather rock with the Chargers. They had the injuries on offense. They didn't have injuries on defense. But because their offense is uh, is so suspect, you know, right now, especially with the injury to the uh, to the left tackle, you know, Herbert's injuries. That's hurting their defense, you know, not necessarily their their defense because their defense is solid. All right, and we got a question from Anthony. Perfect timing, team defense question. Uh, what D would you start this week between the Bucks, the Eagles, or Indianapolis? Who do the Bucks play? Oh, I mean, Chiefs, such a bad matchup. Not playing the Bucks. Uh, I would play the Eagles over the over the Colts. Tomas said, K Pasa Hustler, what up? We play the Giants um, instead of the Ravens for this week. Who do the Ravens got in week four? They got the Bills. Oh, man. Um, this one is kind of tough because, I, I mean, the Ravens, I don't, they don't have the D like Miami. You know, I mean, they went up against the Patriots last week, gave a bunch of points, you know, to the Patriots. Oh man, I, I think I would I think I would want to get someone different besides the Giants. Um, but I think I would play the Giants over the Ravens this week. I mean, Bill is one of the best offenses in the league. That uh ugh, man, I just like threw up in my mouth. Like uh just even just even saying that right now. I mean, uh Miami, they threw up seven points, you know, against the Bills last week. This is just in your ultra, you know, your <clears throat> this is in your ultra default scoring, you know, um, team defense leagues. <sighs> yeah, I don't want to play a team against the Bills. They're going to be pissed off this week, too. 
Ali Boss, God, Austin Eckler and Mike Williams for CMC. That's an overpay. I'm going to say no. And if you're getting Austin Eckler and Mike Williams, I'd do that. Hugh Jelly, would you trade Bateman for Damian Pierce? I mean, that's pretty even. If you need, I, f- I feel like this is going to be a double win for you guys. Like, if you're if you're loaded on wide receiver like Bateman's like your fourth wide receiver, you know, something like that, and you really need running back help, like, yeah, that, that seems like that helps both teams. Triple X, Lex, keep CMC. Yeah, both those options are boom bust right now. I mean, it's kind of tough. I, I mean, I do think the Chargers get back on track, and Austin Eckler is going to get a lot more dump-offs now because of the O-line, uh, O-line woes. Bob Nix, what up, homie? What's going down? And Mike said, would you start the Eagles or the Browns this week? Eagles or the Browns. This one is kind of tough. This one is kind of tough. Ooh. I think I might start the Eagles over the Brownies. All in one show, Denver D. Or Steelers D. Let me see. Who's Denver play again this week? They play the Raiders. Hmm. Let's see what Denver's done in these past couple weeks here. So, I mean, really good game against San Fran. Hmm. You know what? I think I'm going to go with that uh, could be a trap game for Denver. They're going to the Raiders and uh, with the, the game when they were on the road versus Seattle was their worst game of, uh, of the season um, as a whole for team defense. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Steelers uh, up against the jets. That's just a really good matchup. I'm going to exploit it. And triple X Lex ETN, a solid RB two rest of season. No, I'm saying he's more of like a flex guy right now. And White Moon, I have the 49ers and Stafford. What do I do? I mean, it's not the best matchup for the 49ers. They're probably not going to be getting a bunch of turnovers. It really just depends on who's on waivers because 49ers is just one of those teams. Like, you just don't sit them. I mean, they're super solid. Denver into the Raiders. (laughs) And then also Kareem Hunt, solid RB2 rest of the season on the wide receiver heavy team. Well, the thing is, is, I mean, he's going to be, you know, a solid RB2 for you right now, but you got to be making moves like every single week. Like that's uh that's what this comes down to. You got to be making moves and not necessarily trades, you know, waiver wire stuff. And you'll be able to find some people on the waiver wire that'll turn into uh good fill in players week to week. Cause that's, we got to remember fantasy is a week to week game. You know, it really is like we're in this for the long haul, but we got to be making moves, um, you know, every single week. All right. There we go. Got through a lot of positions here. Now we got to jump over to the IDP section of the world here. And uh, I'm going to start off with some linebackers here. If you're watching this on the uploaded replay, make sure you go check out the whole video. Uh, We're talking offense. We're talking team defense, talking everything. And we got timestamps in there as well. Let's jump over to some of these linebackers. And so Jerome Baker, 
man, he finally has his coming out party. He was uh, he sucked in week one and week two. And then he goes out and has 30 points in IDP one, two, three, and was literally all over the field like we expect him to be. I mean, nine solo tackles, you know, amongst everything else that he did. Uh, yeah, four assisted tackles, had the, the half a sack, like, Oh yeah, it was uh, he was handling biz, handling biz, and Nick Bolton. Okay, someone who we've been talking about like all year, pretty much. I mean, in the preseason for Dynasty, twenty nine points this past week, going up against Indy. So I mean, tackled JT a bunch of times, going up against Tampa Bay in uh, going up against Tampa Bay in Week Four Sunday Night Football. Let's see what uh, let's see what happens over there as far as like the actual game goes. But one thing I know is Nick Bolton is going to keep balling. His lowest game was week two, and that was 15 points in IDP one, two, three. The other two games, he was over 20 points. And okay, Rashawn Evans. Now, someone who when he was with the Titans last year, I mean, there's always expectations on him that he just could not like live up to over with the Falcons. I mean, their offense is so bad. They're just on the field more. So he's got double digit points in two games, two out of the three games, the lowest game that he had, it was, it was eight points, but still, you know, almost cracked double digits. As long as you're not getting below double digits, you know, an IDP one, two, three on a regular basis, you know, you gotta be on the radar. 29 points this past week, nine solo tackles, like big time right there. Uh, Devin Lloyd. Okay. He was more of like a dynasty guy. I mentioned him last week. I got to mention him again this week because the roster percentage did not go up that much. If he is available, go pick him up. He's gotten better in each game. 19 points in week one, 25 in week two, 28 in week three. He's, he is all over the field. He's been great in coverage. Uh, they have him rushing the QB every now and again as well. Like it is just is awesome. You got to go pick him up. If he is available. Okay. Someone else who I've been talking about, you know, since week one, uh, just an undervalued guy. Really? I don't know how he is so undervalued. I mean, when you play the middle linebacker position, you should be, you know, valued in, uh, just valued very heavily in IDP leagues. And I'm talking about TJ Edwards right now for the Eagles. Like every single week I've been telling you, if you need linebacker help, go pick this dude up. <coughs> and now one of the better defenses in the league and he's the dude who's calling all the shots out there. 15 points in week 1, 22 points in week 2, 29 points in week 3. Like they and they got Jacksonville. They're going to be running it a lot this week in Jack um, for Jacksonville they're in Philly. They're going to be running it a lot. He's going to have a lot of opportunities to get a lot of tackle, a lot of tackles. Again, he's gone over double digit tackles, combined tackles in two out of the three weeks. If you are deep diving, even in a dynasty, this dude might be available. Alex Anzalone from the Detroit Lions. I know everyone is talking about Rodrigo. Okay. Alex Anzalone's spot was really never in question middle linebacker over there he, they're always on the field and he's the dude who never comes off the field like at all 18 points in week one 13 points in week two 27 points in week three he rarely gets he rarely gets sacks he came through with a big time sack 
in this past game, nine tackles, nine solo tackles in week three. You got to get this guy on your radar. Like, I mean, I know that um, if you play in a very shallow IDP league, like you're not jumping down as far as that. But this is why you got to play in deeper leagues because guys like him should be rostered starting middle linebacker in the league. Yeah. Alex Anzalone, he gets uh, the short end of the stick, and especially because of Rodrigo being more of the flashy player on hard knocks, you know, Alex Anzalone is overlooked. He's only rostered in 2% of redraft leagues. That's how much he's being overlooked. Let's see here. Um, Alex Highsmith, I'll talk about him again. Uh, He's only rostered in 18% of redraft leagues right now. He's going to keep getting the opportunities. I mean, two out of three games, he has 27 points or more. Yeah, he had the one dead against New England, but watch what happens going up against the Jets. Like, you know, and then he has Buffalo after that. Maybe that's not the best, you know, place to, uh, best place to play him, but I'm playing him against the Jets. If he's available still, go pick him up. Melvin Ingram. Okay. Is he going to have this, like, this crazy resurgence? I mean, he's got at least 15 points in two out of the three games. And he went wild in this past uh, this past game. Two sacks, had three solo tackles. I mean, he's not going to be getting two sacks every single week. Those are his only two sacks on the season. But if you're in a hella deep league, you know, go uh, go pick him up. Um, I know that I, I believe on Sleeper you can play him as a DL or as an LB. So we definitely like that because I would much rather play him as uh, as a D lineman than a linebacker because, uh, yeah, those middle linebackers, that's really who we're trying to build up on. You know, these middle linebackers, these guys who are going to be like the volume kings, you know, of their defense because of the tackles. And let's see. <coughs> who else we got here? Ooh, Zaire Franklin. As long as... As Shaq Leonard is out, Zaire Franklin is a start. So 14 points in week one, 20 in week two, 25 in week three. If Shaq Leonard ain't playing this week, Zaire Franklin, pick him up and start him. And uh, how about Jamin Davis? Someone who had so much potential, you know, as a real, uh, a real whatever year last year and balling so far. Two out of three weeks, he's got 15 points or more. We love to see it. He's mixing in the sacks, and that's one thing that we like about him. Like, sometimes it does get a little fluky trying to chase the sacks. It's like just like chasing touchdowns, you know, for the offense. But, uh, yeah, Jamin Davis, if you're in a deeper league, I say you got to uh, give him a look over there. Let's see. Who else can we, uh, who else can we deep dive to? Yeah, Drew Tranquil. This is someone who, I mean, really we never even talk about them. But the Chargers, if their offense is going to be having issues and they're not going to be moving the ball like they they were on a regular basis, the defense is going to be on the field more and that's going to lead to a lot more tackles. Drew Tranquil, he's got double-digit points in all three weeks. 21 points in week one, 10 points in week two, and then 25 points in week three. 10 solo tackles this past week and they're going up against Houston in week four is going to be a lot of running from Damian Pierce. Let's see who else, if we're deep diving. Um, I mean, how about we just, you know, how about we just mention some guys who just balled out Jordan Hicks, 
finally getting things going. Uh, Devondre Campbell killing it, having himself a real good week. Logan Wilson having a really good week. Eric Kendricks having a dope week. CJ Mosley having a dope week. If any of these guys are available in your leagues for whatever reason, go pick them up. Maybe that is something that I should do on these waiver wires because I know some people playing in super shallow like IDP leagues and maybe these guys are available, but I usually deep dive. Oh, one guy who uh, who I've been talking about literally since week one and uh, and even um, before before that as well as Michael Walker. If he is available, go pick this dude up. He is a savage. He's got 20 points at least in all three weeks. Atlanta Falcons are on the field a lot, and Michael Walker is getting a lot of these tackles. I mean, in week one, four solos. Week two, five solos. In week three, eight solos. Going up against the Cleveland Browns, they are going to be running it a lot. So, Michael Walker, go pick him up. Thank me later. He's put up 20 points in each of the first three weeks, and I've been telling everyone about him for all three weeks to go pick him up. How about Patrick Queen also? Let's see if there might not be too many more people we mentioned here. But Patrick Queen, if available, because we're talking redraft here, not dynasty. He's probably not available in your dynasty IDP leagues. He's been doing solid. He has over 17 points in two out of the three weeks. He got 20 points in week three. This third-year breakout, I, I just, I, I, that third-year breakout is uh, is coming for this dude. We've been waiting for it, and I think this is the year we finally get it. Oh, if you're hella, hella deep diving as well, Jacob Phillips, go pick him up for the Cleveland Browns. He's going to be the middle linebacker there now, now that Anthony Walker is out. He got 20 points in week three after he stepped in for Anthony Walker. So Jacob Phillips, just remember, go pick him up. That dude is going to be a stud. All right. And yeah, there we go. And that's it for uh for the linebackers let's answer some questions thanks for rocking with us guys let's see here and darren said since d or detroit who's since you play this week the dolphins <sighs> oh, i'm gonna i'll go detroit let's go detroit what detroit what detroit baby all in one show what up Kyler Murray, Elliott, Dylan, Jefferson, Chase, Kittle, Higgins. That's my line. I'm currently one and two. Should I worry? I mean, uh, I'd try to maybe move Elliott after his good game. Um, Dylan, I'm a little bit nervous about him, like being in your, you know, you're starting to. You might, I mean, I would try to move some pieces potentially and uh, potentially move some pieces, upgrade at RB. Definitely need an upgraded RB. Hugh Jelly, Randy Gregory has been a monster for us. Man, is unstoppable right now. He is fucking dope. Randy Gregory. We're going to talk about the defensive lineman here in uh, in a few minutes after I answer some of these questions. And uh, Anthony said, my man, uh, man, my RB2 is trash. Who can I possibly start if I could pick up any? Penny, Henderson, or Hines? I mean, maybe Henderson. See what the split was last week between uh oh man now it's the cam Akers show now dang and called it um i mean that's tough i mean uh who's uh who's seattle go up against the lions i mean that that might be the play 
right there, like Penny. It's uh, it's hella ugly, you know, for sure. It is hella ugly, but yeah, the, uh, Penny Henderson or Hines. Yeah, that's uh, that's ugly right there. Probably go Penny. At least he got fourteen totes. Yeah, that's really the only thing that you can bank on is the volume out of these three guys. Yeah. And who's Penny? It's all ugly, though. Yeah, and who did I say? Who's Penny go up against again? They go up against Lions. The, the Lions. Let's see. I mean, Detroit right now, they're giving up more points to the running back than any other team. That's what I'm saying. That one was easy, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, literally, um, you know, number 32. is Unless as- it's the Ken Walker coming out party and ain't none of us got the memo. Damn, and that's, you know, that that's coming, too. And uh, Z Schmitty, what up? Should I try to make a move for Keenan Allen by trading Chris Godwin? I would just hold on that. I mean, you're trading a hurt wide receiver for a hurt wide receiver. I would just uh, figure out another way to, to make that trade happen. But I, I I like Godwin. I feel like there's no IR spot in that league or else like this wouldn't even be a question. You know what I mean? Right. That's just people like fuck. Like they're just they they, they want to move something that's clogging up their bench, but exactly, yeah. He got that. it right though. I think I'd rather have Keenan Allen than uh, Godwin rest of the season. And uh, YouTube said, uh, "Should I trade Eckler for Fournette and Curtis Samuel?" Nah, I think I if, if, if it was someone better than Samuel, I might yeah. consider it. Right? Yeah, it's got to be someone better than Samuel, especially after his down week. Um, <clears throat> we're expecting a big uptick in uh, in Eckler's pass work, though. Yeah. Triple XLX Sauce Garner's been balling. Let me see. Yep. I haven't not, uh, not for IDP purposes, but like right, shutting, like shutting foods down. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I haven't got to see too many one on one. only had the one catch in week one, but it was the big one, and he uh-huh. burnt, and he had turned. He had uh, Sauce turned around on that one, if I remember correctly. I mean, he's not doing too shabby, though. I mean, yeah, he has 14 points in two out of three games. So, I mean, at least. Oh, nice. So, he's getting tackles. Yeah. He's making kicks, tackles. They don't know that they can't. They're supposed to respect the rookies, so they're targeting him. But, they're, <laughs> but you know what's crazy is he's he's manning up number one options on opposing uh, offenses. So, was he? Uh, was it him on chase this past week? Was he holding mm-hmm. down one-on-one? Yeah, most of it. Hmm. Most of it. There's a, I watched the Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Bengal joint. And they're breaking that shit down, you know what I mean? Like Tyler Boyd was like the soft spot in that defense, you know what I mean? And he found he, he found his way a few times. Yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, this is pretty cool. I'm uh I'm I'm gonna look and see what he's been doing, but I already pulled it up. Sauce Garner versus Jamar Chase, and uh got a couple videos on there. There you go. So we'll we'll check this out. Hey, we'll he got, he got him a few t- hey, Chase got him a few times though. You yeah. Know what I mean? But yeah, he was shadowing him everything, bro. Like it's it's uh that that he's a it's kind of cool because remember the 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 um the, the shell defenses it kind of made these these shutdown corners only play on the throwing side of the throwing arm side of the opposing QB. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Versus like you know, if you have a number one guy, you're gonna follow their number one guy, you know what I mean? Like we're seeing that again, like with the Stingleys of the world, the um uh, ascertains, you know what I mean? Um, man, eventually, even like JC Horn should be one of those guys. Like, we got a nice little crop 
I mean, like Asante Samuel Jr. Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah, I mean, because and then then there's the the existing guys like the you know Tre'Davious White when he comes back, Xavier Howard. Um, I guess I guess we can still put Jalen Ramsey. I'll still put Jalen Ramsey in that conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, AJ Terrell's in that conversation now. And you know uh, I mean? and Blue Chew, he said a half PPR trying to move Michael Carter. Who can I trade him for? That's equal value, either running back or wide receiver. Maybe try to go get uh, if it's, if you want to go for a higher value. Maybe see if you can get Keenan Allen, someone that some you know. I mean, you might have to wait on it, but like that's a massive uptick when he's healthy over a Carter. You know what I mean? In a for half sure. point. Um. Uh. Shit. I don't know. I would also see on the waiver if you can get like a Herbert or something. Then I pick up Herbert off the waiver, or maybe a Jamal Williams. I pair. I match them up and try to get something big. I'm always trying to get a bigger fish, bro. Yeah. I don't care what yeah all so right the work the one for ones don't usually work unless unless you just happen to be in the right place at the right time and they trying to do the same thing you know what i mean yeah like i just want to do a one for one like hey what do you know me too you and what up I mean? and what up hollywood he said uh big bob tunyon over hooper and commit right yeah hooper and commit have been horrible yeah i mean i guess commit getting his target maybe in four weeks commit will be a thing yeah he's on pace to be a thing in four weeks yeah <laughs> And Marco said, I got uh, I got JOK, David Long, Logan Wilson, and Barton. Should I drop any of them for Anzalone in my Dynasty League? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in a Dynasty League. I didn't hear that part. Uh, yeah. I mean, damn it. I hate Joker. Like, because, I mean, we can't yeah, drop, drop them. Listen, but... I'll drop JOK. What has he ever actually even shown? What does he play the wheel, right? Uh, yeah, he plays the wheel. Yeah. Let me see. What's David Long done? Yeah, with the Titans, I mean, he's all right. No, no, he's – yeah, yeah, with the Titans. That's what I said. Um, yeah. Um, <sighs> I'll, I think I'll I, draw I, David Long. Yeah, I would too because he's just so, like, middle of the road anyways. Yeah. You know, I, I think I'd rather have the upside of I was trying to think on the depth chart. I mean, I mean, he's actually getting a little more action now because uh, – what's his name? Is that Harold Landry's out for the year, you know what I mean? Yeah. David Long's another one of those guys. He has the same designation, right? The LB uh, DL. Uh, yeah. No, he only has the LB. I had to double oh, check. Word. Okay, man, that's LB. just a last year thing. They did adjust a lot of fools this year, though. And yeah. Man, they won't let me put Quincy in a DB no more. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only reason, I mean, I guess the only thing that would suck if we dropped David Long right now is if Zach Cunningham's really hurt and he just starts getting a little bit more work. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, who, who else is the guy's options again? There's David Long. Logan Wilson and Cody Barton. Like, we're not getting rid of Logan Wilson or Cody Barton. I, I'd rather have Angelo over um, – I'd rather have Angelo over uh, David Long. Yeah, I'll make I'd, I'd make that move too because uh, there's going to be a point where the Titans are going to be you know eating it up with Derrick Henry and grinding mm-hmm. it defense mm-hmm. all in time of possession play. again. Anzalone's always going to be on the field. That's mm-hmm. one thing that's dope about him. And uh, Mike said I have Optimus Prime in the multiverse. Let me know if you want uh, the handcuff to mix him, brother. <laughs> I think I'll be all right. I think I'll be all right. I'm a hold. Because I just gave up Jamal Williams. Kind of screwed me on that. Damn Titans. Fucking Titans. Got me on that. 
And uh, Brian said, please help. Should I trade away Eckler for Zeke? No. We're trying to trade away Zeke to anyone who's foolish enough to take him. Oh, no, don't do Make that. What? Oh, pizza? Okay. YouTube said, should I trade Eckler for Fournette and Curtis Samuel? We already answered that. Yeah, get someone better than Curtis Samuel. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Fournette and like, yeah, no. And Triple X Lex said, I'm in the same situation. My guy trying to trade a wide receiver to get an RB2. Yeah, you got to trade like, <coughs> you got to trade those two bench players that are like starters for another team. You know what I would do? If I'm anytime I'm in need of a running back, bro, I'm just going to hold every backup that I can on my bench if I can. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be holding on to the, these receivers that I'm never going to start or this second tight end that I'm never going to start. You know what I mean? I'm going to try to hold on to these running backs. Hopefully, motherfuckers will die that's in front of them. You know what I mean, it's, it yeah. sucks when you're in that position, but it's so real because then this this is what makes those, those zero RB truthers like have a stupid uh, out. Because like right. running backs get the most most injuries, so that makes those motherfuckers like you know, the next guys come up, and those those guys that get picked up by these zero RB truthers, then they think they have a beat a drum to beat. You know what I mean? Yep. It's it's lazy, but I mean, but it is it's it's high probable. Yep, it always is. That's why I like the hero RB strategy. Right, get one big dog. It sucks all my hero teams that have. They're all zero teams, like not not the record, but like you know what I mean? because it's all Harris and Javante. Yeah, because those heroes could have went to zeros already. Fuck those, fuck the heroes. All right, let's get back to the uh, let's get back to the IDP and uh, let's jump over to these defensive linemen. I mean, defensive linemen are like so fluky. You know, that's one of those things that just kind of sucks. You know, we're always trying to chase these big play guys. But we could get, you know, a couple of these guys who just like hella flop, you know, as well. And it's the uh, tight end, the tight end of, of defense, as you would say. It totally is. And one guy who I, at least I want to throw on your radar if you're in a deeper league, Dietrich Wise for the Patriots. He goes out there and falls out. He's only got one game where he did not hit double digits. Yeah, he's gotten sacks in two out of the three games. He got three sacks in this past week. So he's gonna be on a lot of people's radar. You know, be uh, because of that, but this this uh, this Patriots defensive line—they're getting at it, and uh, I really like what I'm seeing over there. Now, someone who I always kind of hate on, you know, a little bit is Max Crosby, but Max Crosby hasn't had less than 13 oh points in any of these three games uh, this season. 20 in Week One, 13 in Week Two, 30 in uh in week three i know he's rostered in uh, in a bunch of leagues out there i mean it, well 35 percent of redraft leagues and he's probably rostered in uh, in most of your in most of your leagues but if he is somehow available go pick him up because he's been balling uh trey hendrickson i know he's probably been dropped in a bunch of leagues only 21 percent rostered in redraft leagues and uh, he finally had his coming out party 27 points in week three uh, oh, didn't hear that. Say it again. Oh, I said finally Trey came through. Exactly. Finally. And uh, a guy who we put on your radar in week one, and then he has an off week, and then just goes out and balls again. Jerry Hughes. It may be kind of like one week on, one week off, but 
we look at the trend here. He balls out versus Indy. Heavy run team. Balls out versus Chicago. Heavy run team. Uh, the, the game that he did not ball out was against Denver. And they're going up against the Chargers. And they're going up against Jacksonville in these next two weeks. That's two heavy run teams. So I'm going to say if Jerry Hughes was picked up and dropped, or if you picked him up and dropped him, I wouldn't be afraid to pick him up uh, again. Pick him up! Oh, yeah. Let's get that. Pick him up! Let's see. Uh, how about Kenny Clark for Green Bay? He finally two sacks. We know that he has the ability to do that. He's more of like a matchup play. Going up against New England and Brian Hoyer. I don't know if Brian Hoyer is going to take a bunch of sacks, but I like I, I like uh, Green Bay to throw all the pressure out of Hoyer this week. Hell yeah, Hoyer is a statue like a mug. Yeah. And then and they got line the good. And then they got the Giants after that, and then the Jets after that. A couple teams that are giving up, you know, a bunch of sacks. To the and uh, how about another guy? Uh, how about a guy for the Jets? Sheldon Rankins. Double-digit points in two out of the three weeks. The Jets are always on the field for defense. We just want more and more pieces of these teams that are always on the field. So, dynasty guy. I mean, he's not even really rostered. I'm just going to throw him on your radar as a super deep ad. But double-digit points in two out of the three weeks so far. And who else we got over here? Uh, oh, okay. BJ Hill. We're diving a little deep. You know, here because this guy's only two percent rostered, probably available in your dynasty leagues as well. He plays for the Cincinnati Bengals now because of Sam Hubbard and because of Trey Hendrickson. Guys like BJ Hill, they're, they're only getting one on one sometimes, or even you know, able, able to shed and just get through and get to the quarterback. He's got a sack and a half on the season, he's got double digits in every single game. And this past week, he throws down 20 points. So, this, this guy is going to be very, very solid for people playing in deeper leagues. Who is this? Who's Brett? B.J. Hill on the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, the rookie. He doesn't look like a rookie. Is, oh, is he a DB? He's a defensive lineman. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm 20, thinking of somebody else. Rookie in I swear they drafted somebody named Hill this year. They did. That's the that's the DB, the safety. Yeah. Okay. My bad. This is a different hill. He's uh, 2020 was when uh, he uh, he came into the league, or at least that's what his uh, his stats show. But BJ Hill, the other hill. In, uh, Hold in on. His name is BJ. BJ. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said BJ. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Who are some other guys to get on the radar? Um, at least some guys who haven't who've been a little bit more than flashes in the pan. Let's see. The DLs and D and DTs are so um I mean the DLs are so hard. Yeah, because well, because we have a bunch of guys who are like, you know, they balled out week three, you know, but they didn't do shit in week one or week two or you know, any kind of combination of that. Um, let's see. How about uh how about Carlos Dunlap though? Someone kind of left for dead. You know, he's over there playing for KC now. He's had two games where he's had 50, at least 15 points in those games. Both of those games were uh, when he got a sack as well. 
going up against Tampa Bay this week in their trash line, Carlos Dunlap might be a sneaky little ad if uh, you plan a deeper IDP. There's going to be some shit. How when how's this game going down? I mean, oh, oh yeah, because of the hurricanes. Yeah. Alaska, right? Yeah. Pretty crazy. And um, if we're just going to keep going deep, how about Rasheem Green for the Houston Texans? Double-digit points in two out of the three games. Week one was the only one. Uh, he didn't do anything in week one. Week two, 19 points. Week three, 15 points. <coughs> He's got two total sacks. One and a half in week one and then a half a sack in week two. He's getting the tackles as well. At least five combined tackles in uh, in those last two games. So I, I really like that. Texans are on the field a lot. So we, we like their IDP guys for sure. Hell yeah. Let's see. Oh, Josh Sweat. Talked about him last week. And uh, said we should go pick him up. He added a big time sack uh, last week and uh, three solo tackles as well. But he threw down like 18 points last week. And then he backs it up with uh, one and a half sacks this week. 15 total points. He was going up against Carson Wentz. You know, um, I, we, we, I'm sure he hates Carson Wentz and wanted to destroy him, you know, as well. I'm going to say go pick him up versus uh, Trevor Lawrence this week. He's been super solid the last two weeks. I don't, that's not a fluke. Yeah, he's been going hard. And I'll stick with the uh, I'll stick with the Eagles, and I'll mention Fletcher Cox as well. He put up double digit points in uh, in two out of the three weeks so far. Thirteen points in week two, and then fifteen points in week three. And he's got at least a half a sack in every single game so far. That's funny because it's like him. All those fools from that year were getting double uh, double sacks this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence last night. <laughs> yep. Fletcher yeah, yeah. yep. Cox had one and a half sacks uh, last week. And uh, yeah, same with uh, Josh Sweat. There's out there wanting to destroy Carson Wentz in that revenge narrative. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, we, we put a bunch of guys on your radar. Um, I think that's good for the defensive linemen. We're deep diving. A lot of these guys are probably dynasty league. You know, ads for you, um, a bunch. I mean, you should go draft and redraft as well. But, uh, yeah, there's your defensive lineman uh, waiver wire ads for week four. Hell, yeah. All right, let's get some questions, and then we'll get into DBs, and we're getting the hell up out of here. And Austin said, how you doing in your leagues? Well, so I've got like 66 leagues. I caught a lot of losses in redraft this week, but I know I dominated Dynasty and Ball this week. I had a really, I had a really great week three, um, but I lost in two home leagues that I'm the home that I'm the reigning champ. Ooh, yeah. I mean, oh, well, one of them actually, and then the other ones is the hard to start. Okay, but that's as good as a home league because it's all savages. That you know, what I mean, that motherfucker talks shit like we all. You know, what I mean, you know, sure. home leagues have a certain like level of shit talk. You know, what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, and speaking of best ball, I'm throwing in the link for underdog. If you guys didn't hear. Underdog Fantasy is now an official sponsor of the show. You use the link if, you, if you've never played before, or you know, if you have played before, get your girlfriend signed up, get your wife signed up, hell, get your mom signed up, whoever you know, just get someone signed up, deposit ten dollars, 
Use my link or the promo code Hustler. Deposit that $10. They're going to give you 10 free dollars as well. And you're going to get 10 entries into the next uh, memorabilia raffle that we're doing. That's going to be going down about a month from now around Halloween time. <coughs> so get your entries in. Underdog, go sign up and play on Underdog. Deposit 10 bucks. Get your match play. They'll match you up to $100. They got $3 contests on there. You can do $1 pick them contests. So you don't got to spend a bunch of money. Get it going. Get it going. All right, let's see. Where we got for some questions here? I'm going to get you a bottle. <laughs> and Marco said, thanks for your help, guys. One more question for the future. Drop McKinney, Xavier Woods, Diablo, or Petrie. Probably, um, probably uh, Diablo. I don't want to. I don't want to drop Diablo. I mean, I'm just saying for the sake of having to drop any of those guys. But I mean, but for who though? For Petrie, he said. Oh, Petrie. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, drop I, I mean, Diablo. I, I thought I thought Petrie was one of the guys he had. Like he was just telling us who he had. No, no, saying that he wants to drop one of those guys. Man, I mean, it's tough because, I mean, all these guys have kind of been doing like middle of the road, you know, type things. Nothing, uh, nothing super crazy. I mean, I'd say maybe Woods is doing the best out of all of them, but he had a down week, so people are probably kind of down on him. This is tough. I guess I would, uh, man, dude, I mean, how often is Pitcher really going to do what he did? This past week, though, I mean, that is kind of like that is kind of like chasing touchdowns, you know. For Damn it, she doesn't. She wants. I'm trying to wean her off the bottle onto like sippy, you know, the sippy cup. She'll drink right. the sippy cup with just water. So I put milk in it, and she's like trying to slap it away. Yeah, yeah. same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got yeah, leaning off that bottle. That's the tough part, man. They they love those bottles. I mean, it's really just cold turkey. Pretty much, right? It's kind of like the only way. Because like they're always gonna want that as an option, and she's pissed. She ain't messing around with it, <laughs> right? She ain't having it. And uh, St. Louis, St. Louis ran, uh, fans uh, said, "Good afternoon." Uh, is there any player that we should use the number one waiver wire target on? Khalil Herbert or Jamal Williams for sure. Jamal Williams in the uh, in order. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, Austin said, should I drop Mostert for Dub? 10-team league. Hell yeah. Do that. I would rather, I would rather have, uh, I would rather have, uh, have Dubs and Mostert. That's for sure. And Triple X Lex, I want Hero RB, Brian Robinson, or Ken Walker. Hopefully going to click soon. Yeah. I think, I think we're going to get them clicking soon. Toonies, what up on Twitch? Said, uh, who would you try and trade? Would you try and trade Chubb high? No, I think I'm going to uh, hold on Chubb. He's going to get so much work. He said, I'm worried about Kareem's involvement. Mm, I mean, like, as in how he's been taking so much from him? I mean, these past two weeks. No, I've been, I was being sarcastic. I know. I mean, he hasn't, Kareem, I mean, in fantasy, he hasn't even touched double-digit points in the last two weeks. But, yeah, he is leading into his workload, but the Browns are but The workload is team. so heavy. It's like 20, 20 carries is his workload. 
Yeah. And, and like, they, and whole and and he's already been eating into his workload like already. Yeah, for years. Yeah, and well, I mean, and even just, I mean, this game, I mean, this now specifically. What sucks is negative game scripts. The where you worry about Hunt is the negative game script where they gotta go hurry up and they want to, you know, throw the ball. Well, here's the next three games: Atlanta, the Chargers, and New England. Okay, so (laughs) either way, we're starting Chubb all the time, right? But I'm saying, like, for Hunt's sake, you know what I mean? I mean, Hunt even last week. They got him in there on the goal line. He didn't get, and then, then they, then they took him out. Tough. Shut back in there. He got stuffed. You couldn't get yeah, it. Like, give it to a real man. And Triple X Lex said, this man, Bogey, father of the year, mid-kid time, uh, giving quality fantasy advice. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Now, if only I could get a haircut somewhere in between. Yeah. And <laughs> Triple X Lex said, pick up in Joku, Higby, Knox, and drop Gerald Everett. I want Higby out of all these guys. Yeah, and I, if I can still hold on. You know, having – when you – like, if I have Kelsey, I'm not holding on to any other tight end. Right, right? no point. Andrew's like – but just because I have Hig, uh, Everett, I still would like to hold on to Higby too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Jacksonville, I think they're just re- going to be a really bad matchup for tight ends. I mean, because their linebackers are so dope and they're mm-hmm. safe. You know, like Rashawn Jenkins, I mean, they're holding it down. Over there, so this was kind of just a bad matchup for both tight ends in this game going up. And double O M four thousand said, "How hurt is Swift?" I mean, a couple weeks so, hurt. He's so hurt that he might miss two games, and then they got their bye week, so he might miss three weeks. Um. Oh, and he said someone offered me a trade with Swift in it. He might not play if, for three if, weeks. If you got okay, if you're three and zero, and and you're not giving, and that person who has Swift is zero and three. I'll take Swift for the low. Right. This is like, this is how you you leverage them against themselves. You know what I mean? This is where you could just move startable players, bench guys for for something like that because he ain't worth shit to those people. You know what I mean? He's right. gonna be hurt for two weeks. You pick him up, throw him on your trade him, throw him on your IR. You know what I mean? And Darren said Pitts for Ertz. I mean, I, I want Ertz. Maybe Ertz, Ertz plus. If, if yeah. I'm the Pitts guy, I'm, I'm just going to squeeze the juices because yeah. why would I want Pitts if I have Ertz already if all I'm looking at is points that end up in my tight end? You know what I mean? Yeah. Pitts, someone wants him because he's the name and the upside's there. And they're not wrong. I mean, the volume's starting to get there, and it's really a concentrated target market share between only two guys. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm not just going to move off of Pitts like that. I want Ertz plus. Yeah, he finally, had a, he finally had a good game. Like we told you guys, give him one more week. Yeah, going up against like such a shitty team against the tight end. Five receptions for 87 yards. I mean, for a tight end, that's nothing to sneeze at. You know, that's that's a real good week, and that's good volume getting those eight targets. The earth AJ was. in the house. What up, bro? What up, AJ? And double OM said, I'm still working, so no time to look at the moment. Was just curious. I mean, that's why you tap in, right? You ain't gotta look yeah, yeah. at us. <laughs> we we'll we'll do all of we'll do all the research. There you go. We're already on. And by it. research, we mean like you know, I'm saying smoking Halloween and shit. <laughs> yeah. And doing mushrooms, that's for sure. We yes. Last night's game. That's when all the research gets done. And Triple X Lex said Heinz and Julio worth dropping in a ten man league for sure. Um, but not but for Jaylen as long Warren. as we're someone someone oh. worth picking up. Not hold on, hold on, because yeah, because then he says Jalen Warren, Rashad White, and James Cook. Like I'm not dropping them for those guys. Nope. Like Jamal Williams and Khalil Herbert should be available in a 10-man league. 
This is this is poppycock. Yeah, they they should totally be available in these ten man leagues. So yeah, if, if it's Jamal Williams, Herbert, something like that. Yeah. Niner MMA said Zay Joe said Zay Jones, Josh Reynolds, <laughs> Mac Collins. Or uh, yeah, is Mac Zay Collins. Jones? Yeah, I'm going Zay Jones. It's a bad matchup for uh, for Kirk this week. <clears throat> and Jeremy says Zeke for Josh Jacobs. I would do that, but it's ugly on both sides of the ball here. Um. I'm I'm gonna move Zeke like he's worth more than um Josh Jacobs. So I'd be like Josh Jacobs plus. Dude, I got these uh I got these dope edibles. Look at this. It's the straight up lifesaver gummies. About uh, about just and pack, and oh, oh that's right. You had all like the the liquor store snacks, right? Yeah, yeah. Wait, that's fucking dope. Yeah, I got like some Snickers, some Kit Kats, even cereal. Hey, hidden? Is the Snickers hidden? Uh, so I've only eaten the, the Lifesaver gummies. I had like half the pack. It's 600 milligrams. I ate half the pack uh, last time, and I was feeling it for a little bit. Nice. Mm, I, I fucking love gummies. Oh, yeah. Mm. Taking the other pack right, the other half of the pack right now. Mm. 300 millis is not bad. Yeah. I, I used to do that in the sitting. Yeah. Yeah, because like, after years of listening to, to, to Joey Diaz, you know what I mean? Like, he would just... You know, back when they had those uh, those Death Stars, yeah, yeah, I, I ain't never fucked with a Death Star because that's what those are like two hundred fifty milligrams. But like, I'll put two hundred away, no problem. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah. Joey Diaz talking about taking those thousands. Yeah, see, I'm not doing all that. Me and my mans, we try to take. Uh, it was like a Kali a Kaliba or a, a Kaliba. I forget what the brand is, but we had a thousand milligram uh, 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 a sativa brownie. We uh -huh. probably we probably plowed through about six hundred of it. You know what I mean? Dude, those wows, man. So I got these uh I got these cinnamon yeah, toast crunch. Um it's literally cinnamon toast crunch, thousand milligrams. I'm cooking it, son. Imagine that in your bowl of cereal, thousand milligrams. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> See, man, man, I'm at the point too. I can I have to make plans to eat cereal. <laughs> I, I don't know about you yelling. We're about to all be hungry then. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh. You know what I'm saying? The hell? Like, hurry up, bro. Yeah, you gotta know who runs this, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? AJ said Edmonds on Thursday or Ramondre versus Green Bay. Ramondre versus Ramondre. Yeah, I'm nervous I'm, about that. You know what? Actually, I don't know. I'm not changing. I'm not chasing the Edmonds thing. That that's really what it would be. Let's yeah. see. I mean, I, I know he um he had a decent game this past week, 15 points. I mean in Baltimore, it was all points. the two touchdowns though. For sure. I mean. Right there, I mean, shit, like, yeah, 12 out of your 15.7 points came from those two touchdowns. Yeah, so, like, you could have just had the two touches and there were two carries for two tugs, and you had 12 points, and I still wouldn't have liked it. I mean, you're not far off. He only had six attempts for 21 yards, and he had one reception mm. for six yards, so. Mm. And all these Chase Edmonds troopers are like, I told y'all. You didn't tell us nothing but lies. He had seven touches for the game. Last yeah. week he has five. He has six touches. And my son's a little funny because he just ate a waffle for breakfast, like, and then right away he's like, "I want pizza." Yeah. I'm like, oh, word! I'm like, "Hey, yeah, well, you know, I want pizza too." I'm over here waiting for it too. Like, Sebastian, throw in the uh, throw in the Jefferson question again. Um, I, we've been doing waivers, so I didn't uh, answer all the questions um, that yeah. were in the in the thread. Throw it in there before we get to the DBs. 
because we're about to do that. Hey, I'll, I'll be I'll be right back uh, 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 in in a sec. Sounds good, man. Gino said those Corova Black Bars should be illegal. Damn, for real. See, right? that's what it was. That's the brand. Yeah, Corova. Th thank you. I was there like, Leave a Corova Corona. I was like, was something. Corova. There we go. Yeah, yeah, there it is. It's so funny. I remember I sold one of. Uh, I, I had one of those, and I gave it to one of my friends. Sorry, yeah, I gave it to one of my friends. And uh, this is like years ago. Like we're talking 2014, and I yeah. give it to someone who doesn't uh, like really smoke much. And uh, he was going to take it before he went on a big plane trip. He took it and he said he felt cracked out. Like only took like a quarter of it too. Mm. Like I mean, that'll do it to you, bro. Hey, it, it, their, their saying is, their brand's slogan is, you can't eat it in reverse. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll be right back. Sounds good. And Sebastian said, Jefferson Hunt and Kenneth Walker for Najee and Pittman. And Jay leaving in the house. What up, bro? Damn. <sighs> I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to pay up for Najee right now. Pittman. I mean, you just got shut down. I don't want to trade Justin Jefferson away. And giving up three players for two. I mean, I know Hunt and Walker, you know, I, I know there's not as high a value as Najee and Pittman, but. I'm, no, I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold. I want that Jefferson side. And uh, Jay leaving is, uh, oh, you'd be getting the JJ side. Okay, well, that's a horse of a different color. I never know. I always assume side one is like your team and side two is who you'd be getting for it. So I, I guess what's tough about this, I mean, even on the other side too, I, I love getting Jefferson. But, man, giving up Najee and Pittman is a lot because Hunt and Ken Walker – I mean, they're probably going to be bench players until Walker breaks out. But if I'm picking one in a vacuum, I'm definitely picking that JJ side. I would definitely want that side. So, you know, if you feel like this really improves your team a bunch, I'd say go out and do it. I mean, it's definitely, uh, I mean, it's definitely getting Jefferson for the low and getting a couple other pieces, you know, in there as well. Let's smoke it up. And then we're going to get to the DBs. And then we're done with waiver wire uh, wake and bake. This is a long show. This is a long show. Fun wake and bake, guys. And uh, Jubar Neasy on Twitch, first time chatter. What up, homie? What's going down, bro? Talking some waiver wire stuff. Answering some questions. Debo or Kamara? I guess I'll be on the Debo side. Um, not really super stoked on either one of these guys right now. Not really stoked on either one of them, but I think I'll be on the Debo side. Niner MMA, Singletary, McKenzie, Bateman, Jeff Wilson, Jamal Williams, pick three. So it's a little early for the start sit. So just remember, <coughs> I know you'll be back, but I'm just throwing it out there for anyone <coughs> who may be asking questions on starts and sits. The later that the week goes, the more confident I am in what I say. My answer could change from uh, from day to day, literally. Um, Jamal Williams, we're assuming Swift is not playing. So, I mean, if anything changes there, but Jamal Williams. Um, Singletary. I think we're going to throw Singletary in there. And that's between Bateman and Jeff Wilson. Uh, Ravens going up against the Bills. 
Jeff Wilson going up against the Rams. That's a tough matchup. I think I'll go Bateman on that. And Jabbar Neasy on Twitch. My RBs are CMC, Brees Hall, Herbert, and wide receivers are Sutton, Hollywood, and Debo. I like it. I like it. I think uh, – actually, well, I don't like it then because I would just hold on uh, on Debo. I would hold on that. Just because Hollywood had a great game, um, I don't want to uh, consider him my my wide receiver too on the squad yet. And uh, and don't forget, guys, the new Twitch people. Um, we uh, we have raffles every single month for uh, for memorabilia. The most recent raffle that we did just happened uh, two days ago. We're getting ready to ship this out to our man Sir Bongs a lot. Uh, we had a Michael Vick signed Atlanta Falcons football raffle. We always do memorabilia raffles. So if you get subbed up on Twitch, you get five entries. Well, it depends on what. If you're tier one, you get five entries. You're tier two, you get ten entries. Uh, just join the higher tiers and you get more entries per um you get more entries for every raffle that goes down do like one a month is uh, is what I'm trying to uh, to do and what we have been doing during the season and for anyone who has Amazon Prime make sure you jump over to Twitch make sure you use your Amazon Prime free sub on your boy use it it's free for you it's included in your Prime membership and I'll get paid from it so appreciate you guys using your twitch subscription on me because it's free for you guys with amazon prime and my man vitamin c's first time chatter what up gabe davis or drake london this is tough i'm gonna lean on the gabe davis side but drake london is looking real nice i don't want to like i would not want to trade either one of these guys right now i wouldn't and yeah, Niner said thanks, broski. Hell yeah, bro. All right, let's smoke this bowl real quick. They're about to get into the DBs. They're about to get up out of here. I gotta chop all these waiver wire videos down hella quick. Because we got FNT coming back in an hour and a half. There we go. All right, let's get over to these DBs now, and uh, we'll answer the questions. If any other questions come in, we'll be answering uh, some of those real soon. And where are we at? Jump over to the DBs here. Let's see. Well, obviously. Well, obviously. I mean, the number one hitter for the week is going to be uh, Pitry. Um, I mean, safety. We love him. He's a baller. We've been talking about him. We got guys like Peacock, you know, come on the show. Been talking about this guy for a while. I I think chasing the two interceptions and the sack, though, that is going to be like chasing, um, you know, touchdowns for the offense. He does have at least 15 points in two of the weeks. Uh, Denver's the only week where in week two where he got below double digit points going up against the Chargers and then Jacksonville. So not too shabby of matchups for safeties. So I would consider him. I'm not going to drop someone big for him, though, but I definitely do. Um, he needs to be on your radar. He's only rostered in 6% of redraft leagues. How about Javon Holland? I mean, he is uh, – I, th- I think he did get hurt uh, somewhere in the game. So, I mean, make sure you're tuning in to, to FNT as well for these injury updates. At least 18 points 
in two of the weeks. I mean, balled out in this past week, 37 points, nine solo tackles, had the sack and a half. That's what we really wanted from him was uh, him rushing the QB. That's where he got the extra value. They, if they rush him as much as they did in week three, it's going to be real, real nice. Now, we got another, uh, we got a safety for the Vikings. This is going to be dependent on if Harrison Smith uh, plays or doesn't play in week four. But Josh, I don't even know how to say his last name, Metellus, M-E-T-E-L-L-U-S, with uh, the absence of Harrison Smith, he comes in with 33 points, 10 solo tackles. Uh, if, if Harrison Smith misses any time, uh, that's someone that you can pick up to, uh, not someone that you can pick up to, uh, you know, replace him right away. All right. And, um, okay. Donovan Wilson. <laughs> he has not been a flash in the pan. He's got at least 16 points in all three games, 31 points in week three, nine solo tackles. So just a ridiculous game. And we saw him getting after the quarterback. He got a big time sack as well. 18 points in week one, 16 in week two, 31 in week three. Going up against Carson Wentz and the commanders in week four. If Wilson is available, he's only, it looks like he's rostered. It says 2% of fan of, uh, of redraft leagues. So if he's available in your league, I'm probably not going to be available in dynasty leagues, but if he's available in your redraft leagues, I go pick him up. Carson Wentz giving up a ton of points to the safeties. Let's see. And uh, Tino said, what team does Donovan Wilson play for? He plays for the Cowboys. Tino just wanted me to make sure that I throw it out there. Make sure you guys remember that the Dallas Cowboys got some good D players over there. All right. This is a guy I'm stoked to talk about, Richie Grant. If you guys don't know who he is, it's funny. In an IDP group on Facebook where heavily talked about um, defense, uh, uh, heavily talked about um, not just redraft but dynasty. I posted like all of my uh, all of my leagues and like roster percentages. And Richie Grant, I think I have rostered in some insane amount, like twenty five percent of like my sixty something leagues. He's a baller. Like, yeah, he didn't play year one. He didn't come out and start week one. I mean, year one. Now, sophomore breakout though: seventeen points in week one, twenty six points. In week two, had six solo tackles. I mean, in week three, uh, week two, he uh, he only had nine points, so he missed double digits uh, in that game. Richie Grant, get him on your radar. If he's available in your dynasty league, you better go pick him up. Second-year breakout guy right there. He's been balling, and Atlanta sucks on offense, so they are on defense a lot. All right, let's move over to Chicago. Eddie Jackson, this dude is always like really, really solid. I mean, he's being disrespected how he's like barely even rostered in redraft leagues right now. But I know a lot of a lot of these redraft leagues are probably like one, two, three IDP players, you know, or something like that. And so not even in a deep league, like he's gotten 17 points in all three games, 17.6 in week one, 17 week two, 25 in week three. If you're playing IDP one, two, three scoring, if you don't know what IDP one, two, three scoring is, you just make sure go search IDP one, two, three scoring. Look for my video where we break it down. I'll probably come out with a new one. That one came out last year, but the scoring is the same. So that's why I haven't came out with a new one. But yeah, Eddie Jackson and uh, who are they going up against in week four? Going up against the Giants, Danny Pesos gives up a lot of points to the safeties. 
All right. Told you about this guy last week. Legereus Sneed balled out. I mean, we've been talking about him for a couple weeks now, actually, because he came on the map in week one again. Someone who's been hurt, you know, in the past. But when he plays, he is such a beast. And in week one, he has 27 points. In week two, he has 15 points. In week three, he has 24 and a half points. It's all about the solo tackles for this dude. And now he's been mixing in sacks as well in week one. And in week three, he has a sack, at least in each of those games. Plays for the Kansas City Chiefs, if you guys don't know. They throw, they're throw they always going to throw it a lot on the Chiefs. And Legereus Sneed's going to be one of those guys who is just a beneficiary because of it. Only 13% rostered in redraft leagues. He's one of those guys, if you play in a real shallow IDP league, he's he's probably not he's available. He's got to be. And how about Mike Edwards? Oh, man. I mean, back-to-back 24-point uh, 24 uh, games, 12 points in week uh, one. He's been balling out there. I know one of these games, uh, it was week two where he had like two interceptions, and I was like, let's not chase those points. Then he goes out and has nine solo tackles in week three versus Green Bay and uh, just killing it, going up against KC. I think uh, this is still a good matchup for him. It's not a great matchup, but it is a good matchup. Let's see. Who are some other guys if we are uh, if we're deep diving? Well, so AJ Terrell. I mean, we'll get back to the Falcons. Uh, he's our number one cornerback over there. He's always going to take on the number one wide receiver. And in week two, 18 points. In week three, 21 points. Going up against Cleveland this week. And uh, so he's going to be matched up against Amari Cooper. I don't know if that equates to uh, double-digit tackles, but I bet he has at least uh, six to nine solo tackles because they leave him out there on an island over there. They trust him to uh, to play over there. Let me see here. Any other guys that we can mention? Rodney McLeod over there for the Colts. I mean, having a little bit of a resurgence, zero points in week one, but 13 in week two, and then 20 points in week three. Got kind of been all over the place. He got the interception this past week, and uh, they got uh, the Tennessee Titans, you know, going up this week. I don't, the, the Titans aren't really the, – they don't give up a lot of points to the safeties. They're usually not throwing it that much, so not really going to, like, super target him. But let's see. Anybody else who – oh, so Jalen Ramsey. He's, like, ever – he's not a shutdown corner anymore. He gets hella tackles, though. Like, that's why we like Jalen Ramsey for fantasy. It's actually been awesome uh, now because now he's super fantasy relevant, like, every week. Week one versus Buffalo, only 12 points. 18 points in week two. 23 points in week three. Seven solo tackles in week three. They got San Francisco this week. So that could be a little bit hit or miss. I mean, I don't think – he's not going to be on Debo, like, 100% of the time. But – He'll be on Ayuka bunch. He'll be on Debo a bunch, and I think he's still going to equate to uh, to a fantasy worthy game, at least fifteen points. You know, he's uh, he's always going to be around the six to nine solo uh, tackle range. I mean, in two of the two out of the three games, he's had six plus solo tackles. So he's uh, he's definitely money in the bank on these solos now. Let's see anybody else that we got to talk about. How about Von Bell? One of the last guys that I'll mention here. And uh, Dallas, week two, 17 points. Week three against the Jets, eight solo tackles, 20 points, uh, doing his thing, you know, out there. And Jesse Bates, he's kind of been whatever this year, especially for fantasy. 
it's uh, it's kind of been really whack. So yeah, Von Bell maybe someone uh, get him on your radar. Let's see, and uh, yeah, that's it. That, that, that that's all I got to say about that. We'll get uh, <laughs> we'll get some what's his name Forrest Gump references in there, and boom, there we go. There's your fantasy wake and bake waiver wire. Um, next week we're going to uh, get it way more concise than this week. Uh, we're not going to be doing three hour wake and bakes, but um, <laughs> we had to make sure to get all these waiver wire videos, you know, uh, to where I could chop these up um, and start with IDPs, then mix in the RBs and wide receivers and Team D. But I got to go chop all these clips now. At least you got the timestamps on them, hoes, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll timestamp it on this one. Uh, people will be able to watch this video and be able to get uh, to and from each section really easily. Oh, yeah. And we have one of the greatest debates of many on this one. So it's worth a watch. Yeah, someone wants to chop that clip, me and Bogey. Yeah, yeah that, that's going to be – I mean, we already talked about that. I mean, we argue about shit like that all the fucking time. <laughs> and that's what uh, – you know, and we just got to get, like, the right questions and the right things to get us fired up about. But, uh, yeah, me and Bogey are going to get this debate show going. And uh, it, it's awesome because it's, you know it's like what? I want it's the two show schools to be of thought. It's two schools of thought that a lot of times just leads to the same promised land. So that's what's good because we're both right and we're both wrong, but we're usually both, both more right than we are wrong either way. The thing is, though, is like people are always going to remember the big, the big swings and a miss. You know what I mean? For sure. Okay, how about this? Before you, before you, uh, before you get out of here, there is a, and like that, I forgot what I was gonna say. Never mind. <laughs> I fucking forgot. The big misses. I know. That, yeah, the big uh, swing. The big oh, misses. What were we talking about? Um. Oh yeah, there definitely won't be no three-hour uh waking bakes, right? But this, if we get it concise down next time, you know what I mean? With the waiver, like it, it could be, bro. We this could be the waiver show every day. It's, it's kind of better like that. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Instead of recording multiple videos or whatever, because that's what I was doing a lot anyways. I was recording multiple oh, videos. Oh, I remember my idea now. Let's hear it. Okay. So for the debate show, it's either me or you. We bring other foods to debate us. Or actually, how about this? Um, it's like Ben It's like a, a Ben Stein's show. Remember him? Yeah. Only, only it'd be like me versus somebody, and if you win, then you then hustler comes off the off the pedestal, throne host thing, and then you go you go to war with us. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you know, you, you, I mean, you always were the host of the, the debate shows, right? You're like, man, if I can get in there though. <laughs> so yeah. it's like you you would always debate on every show. It's just whether or not I can make it past whatever <laughs> guest we bring, and you're the judge of it. You know what I mean? I like it. I like it. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of people making it past you, though. <laughs> Hold on, man. See, you're the judge, though, of the argument. See, that's another thing, too. It has to be, like, if we have spe specific topics. You and I are pretty good at like, debating. You and I are pretty good at debating, though, because we could play both yeah, sides of the coins. That is true. Wait, come on. Wouldn't you want to see me slaughter somebody and then, like, then try to take you down after a pause? <laughs> i would love it i mean like if you're the judge it would be how many times there, like i swear i was robbed when i didn't get it to the finals <laughs> in the, the circle right because the circle i found out quickly was all about just shooting out points yeah you know what i mean 
Like he'd be like, "Why is Baker Mayfield a good quarterback?" Boom, he throws in. He has an arm. You know like, what? You know what I mean? Like, you know what we could equate it to. We could almost equate it to like uh, an open mic three minute stand up set. Cause like, how many people have we seen at an open mic start to tell a story and shit, and it's like they barely get to the punchline of one joke, you know? In this entire, that is true. That is true. I mean, it's just like writing a verse or a song in general. Like, you don't want to go like most of the song trying to build up to what it's all about. You know what I mean? Right. It's like a horror movie. Yeah. I hate movies like that. Like, why the fuck yeah. did I see him? What was that like? That movie Holes. I was like, man, I knew it was gonna be just about some holes. In <laughs> a whole goddamn movie about the shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I'm sure there's some of those uh, real <laughs> shitty movies that that. Well, it Holes isn't a shitty movie, but you know, I never sat through it actually. I ain't gonna lie to you. But yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, is like, it a good movie for real? I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's, I'll watch. It's, it. I like Shalabar. It's Young Shia, man. Come on, like, gotta give him some respect out. And uh, I mean, it's just pretty crazy. And it's the it's the uh, the fucked up coach from Varsity Blues, you know, who's in there playing a douchebag, you know, like he nice. does so great. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, yeah. That's the only role he can play, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know it's a real classic one though. We'll throw this out there because I like I like throwing out super random like classic movies. This one is uh, it's Jason Weaver and Ryder Strong, the dude from uh, from Boy Meets World. It's called Summertime Switch. It's such a random like. Oh, is this one of them young Disney movies? Yeah, it's it's on YouTube right now, to where you can like literally watch it on YouTube. And actually, you know what? Maybe I'll put it on the silver screen breakdowns. You can just watch it on nice. silver screen breakdowns. And uh, but yeah, super funny. Like uh, Boy Meets World, they actually they have a podcast now, and it's like it's not Ben Savage, but it's the other three, and they're talking about all the old school stuff. Eric. Yeah, it's Eric, Sean, and Topanga. That are doing it. I bet you Eric and Topanga are fat as ever. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because uh, uh, Sean or Ryder, you know, whatever we want to call him, he talks about like how uh, they always like make him like uh, like play basketball or like seem like a sports guy. He was like, I was so like not a sports person. He was like, it was so bad when they give me a role to where I like have to play basketball. And he was like, but I had a double who looked just like me. And anytime it came to playing basketball, it was him who was in. <laughs> That's tight. And Jason Weaver, though, I mean, he was actually good at basketball, you know, so they actually show him, you know, on the court making the plays and all that. Oh, uh, because it was a basketball movie. Yeah. Super classic movie, though, because it's like uh, it, that it's a uh, it's a correctional like summer camp for bad kids. And oh, then it's shit. like uh, and then it's like the uppity the uppity kids uh, in another camp. And they're all, you know, like right across the lake type shit or whatever, where they're super close. And uh, Jason Weaver's he's such a he's such a snake that uh, <laughs> he's the one supposed to be going to the correctional, you know, one. And oh, uh, shit. he, he ends up somehow they, they switch places. He goes to the uppity camp. The other <laughs> Ryder Strong, who's the uh, who's a real uppity, like, you know, just a <laughs> real snobbish ass kid. He has to go play with the degenerates. Damn, that's a cold game, bro. I would have killed that fool. You know, they must have did that. They must have did that plot, that plot line a million times. You, ever, you remember Kid and Play with uh, the class act? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that shit was tight. I always thought it was gross how he took out the gold tooth and he put it in his mouth. It's gross. Uh oh. Uh, Hollywood said, What's better, Oreos or graham crackers with milk? 
I, I like Oreos. Yeah, I like Oreos just way too much to let graham crackers beat them. And then you add in the milk, like. You know what graham crackers is fire? Whenever you have like a cheesecake that or a pie that's like with graham cracker crust. Yeah, for sure. They're just a good, like, uh, you know, because, I mean, and the s'more. They're like an assistant you know, pimp. They really are. Totally. Yeah. Because like for the Oreos, the pimp. For the s'mores, you know, like graham crackers isn't even the main thing. It's all about the mallow and the chocolate, you know, yeah. on the inside. See, there he goes again, just assisting. Yeah. You know I mean? See, Oreos type because it comes with its own assistant pimp, the cream. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's together. They join forces and become the mighty Oreo. And when yeah. you throw in the, and the milk, too, here's what I like to do. I like to just let it float in there, bow one side down. Then swoop that motherfucker, and then you got one side that's crunchy. I'm like yeah. a texture dude. And don't even and don't even mess around with those double stuffs. You know, mm -hmm. like man, it's getting wild. And I even like the uh, the what's it called? Um, like the Oreos, but it's like you know, not the yeah, different shit. Hell yeah, bro! Fucking red yeah. velvet, motherfucking the peanut butter joints, the golden ones. Golden Oreos are fire, but I think like. I kind of like the. It's is it crazy that I, that sometimes I like the goldens more than the regular. I like them. Oreos? I was just about to say I like them better than than uh, than the OG. I like them better because you can eat more in one sitting with kind of without like fucking your body up. You eat too many Oreos, you know, like you might not like it on the way out. I mean, see, here's the thing, bro. Just them them golden joints is just so fire. Yeah. Hollywood said the Halloween Oreos are clutch. See, like how many different you know options on these Oreos? Oh, bro, y'all ever had the Neapolitan? <laughs> yeah, they were triple stacked, and it had like you know it had the you know the chocolate cookie, obviously, and then it had the strawberry cookie. Yeah, and then the fucking uh, then the cream. You know what I mean? Man, Oreos fire. Maybe fucking us up, man. Maybe fucking us up. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of Halloween, this is crazy. Out of everywhere that we've ever lived. We've never lived in a neighborhood where we walked around our neighborhood to trick or treat. We're literally going to be able to do that this yeah, year. Yeah, cuz it's not a sketch neighborhood this time. Well, I mean, not like we I mean, we we never really lived in super sketch neighborhoods, but like we there everywhere we lived, it was like there wasn't a lot of you could just tell it's not a neighborhood that you really go trick or treating in. We would mm. go to my grandma's old neighborhood. One, yeah. not a, it was like, you know, real real in the cut. You know, and we used to stay. Uh, we like to, ever since we all started having kids, like me and all the homies and shit. Like now we all got kids, and every year we would just go to the same uppity little area. Yeah, because there was like a man-made lake, and they built like new houses, and it wasn't like far from our high school. Yeah, and like you know, so like we used to kick it in those construction sites and shit, like yeah, kick it by the lake. You know what I mean? And then, uh, yeah, and then they uh, now it's all houses and shit, and it's been now it's been like twenty years since the neighborhood's been around. Yeah, that's just where everyone goes, like trick or treating. You know what I mean? Like they give out the big bars and shit. Yeah, and I, I'm really curious to see how it is here. But one thing that's cool, I mean, it's one of those. I mean, if you if you've gone out, you know, in Vegas to where you get out of the strip, and it's like all these little communities where it's all the track homes, you know, all next to each other, all super similar. And there's a bunch of kids that live around here, so I think it's gonna be cool. Nobody'll be able to get a real nice that is cool. Halloween. That is cool, cause like that's probably like the only thing like where I really love school for the kids, cause really I went, I've been to school. That's just kind of bullshit. You know what I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm never gonna not recommend school to kids, but I'm saying I know how bullshit is. But what they get valuable from that is their social skills, like actually being able to be integrated with other children and other walks of life. Even though like you know there's gonna be some shitty kids, they have to encounter those shitty kids. 
so yeah. they know how to diagnose who's the shitty kid or shitty person or you know what I mean? Yeah. Who's a racist and who's you know what I mean? Like that's what you're gonna encounter from all, from public schools and all that stuff like that. But like I mean breath, shit. I mean, on, on online, I mean, shit, you're going to yeah. encounter a whole bunch of those little bitches as well. Yeah, but see, online, though, you can't like I mean, I'm not them. saying the place. You can't look them in the face and tell them they're a bitch, you know what I mean? Like, Well, yeah, but I'm just really saying. Let like, them know, like, this, that shit don't fly. These you kids, know? are they're, they're going to have to learn, especially, like, online. You're dealing with these little little shithead trolls, like, little, like, 12-year-old kids as racist as hell. You know, mm-hmm. like, why, why do the racism, why does the racism come out online, like, so much? That's what's crazy is like people just really don't have that filter. I remember back in the day playing 2K online, motherfuckers, mm-hmm. all these motherfucking racist ass white dudes, you know, in middle America, like they, they weren't afraid playing a basketball game. Okay. <laughs> Already right there. Like you're the minority, you know, in, in, in the basketball world. And then you're going to be a racist asshole too. Like, yeah. Those are the guys that said Eminem's the best because of his sales. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. the best. Look at his sales. Like it's all you white folks, motherfucker. Yeah, pretty sure not one of his albums uh, sold more than uh, Michael Jackson's. Uh, uh, what's it called? Thriller. Couldn't pass that. I mean, shit. I'm pretty sure ain't none of the motherfuckers sold more than fucking uh, Lil Nas X. <laughs> Damn, man. Like that's crazy, man. <sighs> shit. That's fine. And now uh, he's gone too. Ain't nobody know give a fuck about that motherfucker. And stale pork chops that kids wouldn't last in modern warfare two lobby back in the day, like cause yeah, like no one gave a fuck, like, like no one. Like it'd be like, how old are you, kid? Twelve? Oh, I'm your dad. <laughs> I was fucking your mom. <laughs> like don't tear the men tear kids up too, motherfuckers. They don't give a fuck online. You're nameless and faceless. Yeah, so you know fucking I mean? ridiculous. <laughs> Oh man, we gotta watch out for that shit. And Triple X Lex said Call of Duty was so bad with the shit back in the day. I don't know about nowadays. I'm sure it's you know, like that's why you gotta clan up with your peeps. You know, like that's the best way. You know, get a, get some clan of your peeps going versus like playing with a bunch of randos because you don't hear the other chat, right? Like you just hear whoever's on your team's chat, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think like you hear, isn't it? Didn't was it Halo or Call of Duty when you get near them, you could hear them. You know what? I cannot remember because I don't think it was like that I, I might Call tripping, of Duty. I, I listen. I ain't gonna lie to you. When I play Halo, once the advanced pass, I play like GoldenEye and Halo. Yeah, maybe even a little bit of Doom back in the days. Otherwise, <laughs> I didn't really fuck with the first person shooters. That shit gave me a headache, bro. Yeah, I mean, I got into Call of Duty a little bit. Um, when, I mean, when, when, my daughters is hella good though. Both my daughters, they they kill that shit. It was funny. We went. I, I would put a gun in their hand and feel okay about it. We went and played laser tag. Noble's so excited about playing laser tag. Barely could fit the whole thing over his chest. And it's like almost touching the ground if he like if it starts uh, you know going backwards. A oh, because it's so big. I was fucking dudes up out there. This one dude was like, Man, you must be like the Call of Duty master. I was like, I ain't played that shit in like 20 years. Like, man, we're just shooting years. Years. Like, don't move. <laughs> Shoot, I was just real, real quick with the around the corner, like not even looking, you know, just already on the aiming and shit. uh, said my mom was the biggest whore according to those dudes see like i mean that's you're always going to be getting mama jokes yeah mama shit talking Yeah, because you be the little kid they hear your little your your little voice they know you ain't got no hair on your balls (laughs) i fucked your mom your auntie (laughs) because that's i mean that's half the battle of video games right getting in your opponent's head and then like you know the the worst though is the kids nowadays like because like i swear they have like the racist wit of, a, of like a 70 year old white man you know what i mean right 
Like, it'll be like, oh, what's your name? Ahmed, you camel jockey. And when they start, but you know what I mean? Busting out, you know, it's always the white people that have the elaborate, descriptive, uh, racist, uh, racial slurs, right? Yeah. I'm like, yo, where are these kids getting this shit from? I think the first time I ever heard cuck outside of, um, you know, when I knew what it was, it's like, oh, yeah, those like, little kids were yelling at me. <laughs> Cause I just play Street Fighter online, and you only hear them. I mean, and they don't even know what off, it is. Like, and I'm sure they watch some cuck pornos, though. You know, like I mean, those are the cucks of the future, right? Yeah, they gotta they gotta learn how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and still pork chops, and in the lobby, you can hear everyone. Yeah, once the game starts, you can only hear a teammate. Yeah, exactly. And I'm pretty yeah. sure you can mute the lobby, right? Or I mean, I know there's a way that you can do it. A motherfucker was shooting everybody. Hella lit show, though. Appreciate you guys rocking with us. I mean, shit, three and a half hours in. I got to go chop up all these, uh, these what's it called, all these clips. Get them, and we uh, coming these... right back to you. Hell yeah. Fantasy news today in like an hour from now. So make sure you tap in. Peace out. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure. They remember forever the night they played the Titans.